Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The hideout. Something enjoyable for children. You guys are so funny and so smart. Enter the hideout. And be heard. You really want to cut them out? Yep. <laughs> what, what, what's new? He's done. <laughs> Welcome to the hideout. 106.7 WJFK FA Dubs hanging out with you on a Sunday afternoon. And we uh, we just want to be your friends. And we want to help educate you and make you laugh. So that's our that's our mission. That's what this show is about. To make you laugh uh, over the next uh, four hours or so. So hang out with us. A lot to get done this afternoon. Uh, I am Hefe. That is Dubs. And you will need the phone numbers if you're going to hang out with us. 866-277-4969. All right, we're going to have a discussion. You and me in two seconds, we're about to make it real reality radio, and we're going to have it out on the air. I had something else I wanted to talk about. You and I need to have a little discussion. First of all, though... Are you mad at me? Hold on. Radiohideout.com is the website. That's where you need to go to get caught up on this radio show. It is a roadmap to the show. You learn about me, everything that's going on in my life. You learn about J-Dubs. You learn about our producer, Tommy Bateman. And you uh, learn about our uh, associate producer, Corolla, who uh, has numerous videos uh, up in the video section. So anyway, nonetheless, uh, feel free to hang out with us. Also, too, if you want to shoot us an email. And by the way, I've gotten a ton of really nice positive emails from people and they really do mean a lot the majority of them asking what happened and unfortunately i uh, i can't share the answer but i do add, i do appreciate you sending us the uh, the emails nonetheless jfk hideout at aol.com I don't, we haven't gone anywhere we just take a lot more calls from 14 year olds during the week now and we changed our name. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a doctorate. Um, so anyway, uh, 866-277-4969. Hey, speaking of 14-year-olds, J-Dubs, I'm looking for... Now, now you got my uh, ears perking. Now I'm interested. <laughs> I'm looking for a 14-year-old girl. And here's why. Hold on. Here's why. And unfortunately, I'm sure it's probably going to get isolated. My family is coming to town. My mom... My two little brothers and my stepfather, for the first time ever in all of their lives, are coming to Washington, D.C., and they will be here in two weeks. And I, and I would love Dubs, my little brother, 14-year-old lover boy. He's a freshman in high school. I would love to set him up on a date. I And with a listener or a listener's little sister or a listener's daughter, he's a good kid. And I think nothing would be better Isn't for him. Gay? That's part of the reason I'd like to set him up with a date on a, with a girl to see. Now, by the way, when he comes here and when he sits in on the show, you cannot ever, ever, ever allude to the fact that I think that I think that he could possibly be gay. Which, again, there's nothing wrong with. But you know, sometimes, you know, you see somebody and, you know, I think I got gaydar 
And I think my little brother may be. But whatever the case. A new cologne? No. Huh. I think it would be really cool to set him up with a date uh, with a 14-year-old. 16, okay, I'm willing to go with. In fact, I'm willing to do this rule. Plus or minus two rule. So if you're 12, 12 through 16 and you'd like to date my little brother who's coming up from Houston... Uh, you know, and the way the world is, it's so small now. You can exchange screen names. He already has a cell phone. And I think it'd be a lot of fun if we set up a studio date for my little brother, uh, Loverboy. What do you think? Whatever you want to do, man. All right. You know what? You and I need to get into it then. Turn that off for a second. Now, here's the thing, too, also. Uh, a couple of other things I want to get into as well. Um, we have two guests. Actually, three guests slated. I will not tease a one of them. Because of last week when we uh, we scheduled a pretty big guest, and he went out golfing without a cell phone. <laughs> and, we got, so. and we got stood up. So I we, just want to say I did not book that guest. That was all J-dubs, in fact. I'm blaming on Bethann. All right, that goes on McBride then. Whatever. Hey, did their show start? Is that for real? Um, Bethann McBride, the producer from the Dynamite show, and then Giant Brian, Ron and Fez producer, were supposed to be doing a show... You told me about it, yeah. and then I heard more about it during Don and Mike. Are they doing a radio show? They might be. Okay, I heard that, I heard that they were. There's, there's troubles already between the hosts. So what? I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm not going to get into it because I'm not going to you know, spread their business. Okay, all right, but there's something going on. Will, yeah. we, will we get to hear about it at all on Don and Mike? Or Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm going to try to get it out of him. Now, is Sideshow Josh going to host their mixtape best of two? Or? I hope so. He does a great job at it. I mean, that's that. I think he's found his niche. Hosting everybody else's best ofs. Why be mean? I'm not. I was asking a question. He did. He did. He goes, does a good job on both. I'm just asking you a question. I'm not being mean. All right, I'm a Doug. nice guy. You know what? I want to talk about some other stuff, Dubs. It's but, Saturday night. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, that was such that was such a popular movie. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna read that, babe. But if you want to say these things about Sideshow Josh, who hosts the Big O and Duke's Best of Replay now, then you can. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, then why does it say here he's great at reading? <laughs> and why did that come from you? I think you just said it, not me. All right, now Dubs, you have some issues right now. You see, let's talk about it. Let's, okay. Let's get it out in the open. I uh. I had a horrible, horrible yesterday, but I would rather talk about what's going on with you because here's the thing. I got here at 1.30 before the show, yeah. and we were supposed to prep for the show and get everything ready and line everything up. Mm -hmm. And I walk in, and lo and behold, it's you and Corolla sitting upstairs playing Tecmo Bowl on the Nintendo. I was decompressing. From? From sleeping last night. I don't know. I just felt the need to play some video games. Now, here's the other thing that happens with you, too, Dubs. So you're upstairs playing Tecmo Bowl. Now, where did you, when did you get this Tecmo Bowl, by the way? Did it uh, already come with or did you go no, buy it? No, no. Me and Corolla went and bought it last week. Oh, I heard that you were very upset that I wasn't happy that you picked up a baseball game. Yeah, we me. picked up uh, bases loaded for you, and you we called you to you know, tell you we got you something, and then you basically took a deuce on it. <laughs> I said I didn't care. It's true because it's bases loaded. It's not baseball stars. And I specifically requested baseball stars. They didn't the have Nintendo. baseball stars. Well, we then you, for it. you know what you do? You drive around. You drive around and you we, find another place that has baseball stars. We went stars. to every video game shop in the area. The only place that carries Nintendo games anymore is Game Crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Did you go to every game crazy? No. That's up to you. If you want baseball stars so bad, I'll go as far as it takes me to find Nintendo games. If I can't find your particular game, you have to go do it yourself. You're spoiled. No, so I'm you're not. sitting up there and you're playing in Nintendo with Corolla before yes. the show. I come in, I begin to uh, lay out, I'm reading the paper, getting everything ready for the show, excited, having a little lunch. Then you go, hey, Corolla, uh, let's play one more game. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you know what? He's here. I'm sure he doesn't get to bring, uh, he doesn't get to do a lot during the week. He's so busy with Ron and Fez yeah. and, and dumping Don and Mike occasionally. But, uh, you know, whatever. So go ahead and play your other game. And so that one finishes, and you beat Corolla again. And then you go, hey, Corolla, let's play again. <laughs> and it's like 2.20. They're, they're minute and a half quarters. It's not like it's a long game. So in the time that I got here to prep for the show... Hey, you said you were going to be here at 1. So because of that to get back at me, you spent the next hour playing Tech Mobile. Yes, because you were late. Dubs, what is the issue? I have no issue. It seems I'm like unmotivated right now. I don't know why. What is it about? What do you think it is? Because I, I was actually telling this to somebody else, too. I as well. Is it the weather? Is it because it's that time of the year in the summer or in the uh, the winter where you're, everybody's itching? Everybody wants spring to get here. It's a new beginning with spring. You just uh, you kind of putting things off. Yeah, I'll wash the car next week when the weather gets better. Yeah, I'll mow the lawn or I'll pick the weeds or or uh, I'll go. I'll start running next week. Is it that or is it something else? I don't know. I'm just mentally tired. And the only time my brain shuts off and dies for a little while is when I play video games. That's your escape? Yeah, that's my little, you know, my brain just sleeps the whole time. So do you use that then as kind of an escape? Yeah, as definitely. Far as, now, see, I do that with food. And I've noticed this. I, uh, I'm eating a ton lately. And I can't stop eating. And I'm doing the same thing as you. I, once again, have finished another season of Madden. And so now it's like, it's like I, um, yeah, I'm in the same boat of the motivation just completely isn't there right now. And I'd rather be watching movies. That's another thing that I've gotten back into. I'm renting movies. I'm watching movies. I'm sitting around the house a lot more. Is that you too, Bateman? I've been, I haven't like rented movies for like, I can rent one or two a year maybe, but like the past like month, I've rented like 18 movies. I've been spending my life at this Hollywood video. So hold on a second. Let me see. You're unmotivated, J-Dubs, yep. and you're watching a lot of movies, playing a lot of video games. Actually, uh, yesterday, I mean, not yesterday, but Friday, uh, I came up here pretty early to work on the show, and uh, I remembered that Ron let me borrow a movie, and I hadn't watched it yet. Okay. But I left it at home, and I wanted to bring it back to him Friday. So I went home, all the way back home, sat down for two hours, watched a movie <laughs> at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon when the show starts at 7. Right. And I got up here at 10 a.m., didn't do a whole hell of a lot, played a little bit of Zelda 2, Ventures of Link, and then I went home and watched a movie. All right. So that was your work yeah. day on Friday. Yeah. Now, Bateman, you were the same thing where you don't even return phone calls anymore. Uh, sometimes I do. I mean, really, it's like you're missing. We all get together... Uh, your chick, Matt Albert, have you talked to Bateman in the last two or three days? Because I haven't seen him online, or I haven't seen uh, uh, he hasn't called me. I've been uh, busy. The funny thing about Bateman, last night he gives me a call. <laughs> I was out eating, and uh, then I'm like, "Hey, I'm I'm out eating," and he seemed annoyed that I wanted to hang up with him because I was out. No, I didn't. You did. He seemed like he didn't want to hang up with me. 
I know. You know what? I even told him that, too. I go, uh, yeah, I'm about to do something. I'll have to call you back. And he goes, oh, okay. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. And he continues this conversation. I'm like, I just told you that I had to go. My time is more important than yours. And so unmotivated dubs, unmotivated Bateman, point to fame, unmotivated Hefe. What's the common denominator? I have a little theory, J-Dubs. Yeah. This is between us. And everybody who's listening out there. For those of you who don't know, The Hideout here on 106.7 WJFK was a weeknight show until about a month ago. My theory is, Dubs, that the three of us, and especially you and me, were going so hardcore, like nonstop, as far as... When the full-time show happened, at the time I was producing Don and Mike, doing stuff with Ron and Fez. You've been producing Ron and Fez as well, occasionally doing stuff with Don and Mike. And then we'd be here until 1.30. All of that until about the last month or so. And it was just nonstop, go, 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 five nights a week. And then I got into this point in my life where I was just drinking and partying on the weekends. Like there was, like was going to be no tomorrow. So it was literally seven days a week. Of just going hardcore nonstop, and now all of a sudden, it's all kind of gone. Yeah, it's, it's slowed way down. It's like come to an amazingly slow screeching halt in our lives, and we are now kind of, um, I'm not going to say wandering, but I will say we're we're at the point where it's like we're just kind of floating through life right now. Kind of winding down from all that just craziness from that we the, went through. It's almost like, you know what? Use this as a chance to take a vacation. Don't be motivated. Exactly. Because remember the last time when you and I got fired in Lansing? We, although this wasn't a firing, technically it was a downsizing. um, We... uh, we were like, man, we got to get that next job. We got to get the next job. We got to, you know, and we were so, we didn't take the time to settle down from everything that happened. And I know this happens a lot in every everybody else's kind of regular lives. Whenever they get downsized or whenever they get fired, they're so worried about getting their next job. They don't take that time to stop and smell the roses. Yeah. And now this time, I think you and I are doing that. But it's driving us a little crazy at the same time. Because to be perfectly honest with you, we're not worried about the next gig. You know what I mean? Or or this gig. We're just, we're very almost, I'm in a very complacent place right now. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I I understand how you would feel that way, but when I'm not being motivated or anything, I get frustrated with myself. Right. Like, you know what? This just sucks. Right. I'm, I'm doing nothing. No, and I understand that too. Because you do, like, during the week, I find myself completely wasting time. Where I am literally at El Sol. By the way, let me say this about El Sol, the Spanish station, where they have me during the week. I'm liking the place. I'm not gonna, now, it's not what I want to do in radio at all. But they're good people over there. They're actually uh, they're very nice people, and they're fun to hang out with, and they're fun to talk to. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're my people, so that's actually a blast. But I go home as soon as my shift is done, and the rest of the day just seems to disappear. Like, I'll go to the Gold's Gym, and I'll lift some weights. And then I'll come home, and I'll uh, take care of myself and eat. And then before I know it, I'm taking a nap, falling asleep during law and order, waking up, going to do some cardio, and the day's done. And I'm like, man, i got to go to bed. i got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning again. And so it's just so odd that you think, man, I need to uh, to listen to old tapes. I need to get stuff together. I need to do some reading. This would be a great time to maybe educate myself, teach myself some Spanish. But it. When you don't have anything to do, it's amazing how all of a sudden you have no time to get stuff done. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I understand. So what do we do, Dubs? How do we fix this? 
take a nap? Sleep on it? That's what I'm thinking. I need to sleep on this. Figure it out. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you? Last night, I stayed up until 4 o'clock in the morning playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Do you feel accomplished? And Did it make you happy? No. And then I slept. I woke up at noon and came in here. And you played Nintendo? Yes. Good for you. I think that's what you need right now. And for some reason, you know, I think, okay, I'm going to get there earlier so I can, you know, get the work done in my unmotivated, you know, lifestyle. Right, right, right. Earlier I get here, the less I get done. That's true. Because you figure, now here's a reason for that. Anytime you go to any job you're at, honestly, whenever you get there early, you figure, oh, I have more time. You know, I got here early. I can go take some more smoke breaks. Or I got here early. I can go take a longer lunch break. I'm telling you this. If they shorten the work days to three hours a day, legitimately, like an office space. Remember an office space? He's sitting there with the two bobs, and he goes, yeah. I realistically do 15 minutes of work a week. If they shorten the work day to three or four hours, I guarantee you people would be more productive. Could you imagine your life? Yet I've completely contradicted myself. Because I just said I go in for four hours a day. But you know what I'm doing for those four hours? MySpace. We're playing video games. What else are you going to do, though, there? Or watching videos. Nothing. I'm babysitting the board. I mean, absolutely nothing. It's not like you have a job that you aren't doing, though. You know what we were productive of? What? Uh, earlier, when you were playing Nintendo? Making fun of Corolla? Yeah. We were real good at that. Because he was so worried about winning. That's what I stayed up uh, until 5 a.m. last night writing Corolla jokes. Did you? Yeah. All right, let's hear one. Besides Barry Bonds, name a guy that needs pills to score a home run. Who? Corolla. Not funny. <laughs> Give me another one. <laughs> Dub's wasting his time playing San Andreas. What did you waste your time with? That and I was on Vicodin. So, uh, oh, really? It might be a little loopy. Hey, didn't you see at a game show for us to give away some of these tickets that we've got? Yeah. Why are you putting out your hand? I don't have any. I had to I'm, steal this. I'm thing. opening my mouth like a little bird, hoping a couple pills will drop in there. <laughs> Listen to you two. Um, all right, here's the thing, Dubs. I need you to get motivated, all right? Okay. Because a week from last night, we've got a gig. We are going to be out, the two of us, yeah. at the UCI Center. Why are you now scratching your head and rubbing your eyes? Aren't you excited about being out at the MCI Center for the for the uh, the big World Ice Championships? Yeah. You gotta be. I am pumped. It's the MCI Center Saturday. Alright, you know what? Don't even turn this one into him because you can't even fake it. You used to be good at faking the enthusiasm. Now you can't even fake it. No, I'm, I'm really, really excited to go out here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do it without laughing. Alright, here's what I want you to do. I want you to interject some energy and excitement and, and, and read that. Um, I want you to talk about where we're gonna be. Coming up this Saturday night as we're going to be at the MCI Center. The World Championship Ice Series is this Saturday night at February February 26th at the MCI Center. Hope everybody comes out and joins me and Hefe. We're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff out there, hanging out with the hideout listeners <laughs> and having you. a good time. All right, look. I cannot wait for the World Championship Ice Series. Uh, all right, here's the thing. Get your tickets to Ticketmaster outlets, including the MCI Center box office, or online at Ticketmaster.com. For more information... Visit icespeedway.com. we got a ton of tickets to give away oh, this afternoon. Blackness will be stopping by, along with a couple of our other guests. Dubs, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. I, mean? I, th- I thought we could work the issues out. I think we have. I thought that somehow this segment alone would motivate you. Is I'm there, motivated. Is there anything that I'm I can do? I'm feeling good. Is there anything I can do to motivate you? 
Mm. No. Let's take a break. We'll come back. There we go. Now I'm motivated. Now I get to go smoke. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back with supposedly one of our guests. Hey, actually, I know something that could cheer Dubs up. I uh, updated my blogs on RadioHideout.com. I think you'll really enjoy the two new blogs I put out. Oh, nice. You know what? I also want to talk about that. Appar- right. Apparently, you got to have some fun during the week at my expense. Me? Yes, you. I don't think it was, I, I don't think I was having fun at your expense. All right, so what I happened? I think it was having fun with your help. What happened? Uh, me, uh, Ron, and Fez read through your um, blogs on RadioHideout.com. My blog entries. Yeah, your blog entries. You uh, Every day or so, you enter a new little story about your life mm-hmm. onto RadioHideout.com. Right. And we picked a couple choice ones and read them. The funny fat kid. Now, I love how you call me all proud about this. <laughs> like, hey, man, guess what we did tonight? I'm like, what? What'd you do? Who'd you have on? Oh, we read your blogs on the air. Uh, great. I'm really excited about that. And then and then you were like, yeah, it was really funny. We had music behind it. It really went really well. And I'm thinking to myself, you know I have issues. You know I don't really like being made fun of. There's no making fun going on here. Look, you can't be serious. You can't keep a straight face. Yet for uh, an entire segment or two, you guys made fun of me and my uh, my inner feelings. Carla was there, too, uh, making fun of you in MySpace. Really? Yep. All right. So I want to play these so that everybody on this Sunday afternoon, I guess, can get a good laugh. And then I like to defend myself. Or good I'd luck. Like, <laughs> or I like to bury my head in shame. <laughs> Taking a break. Coming back. It's the hideout. Newly motivated hideout after these commercials. 106.7. Big guest next, hopefully, WJFK. All right, welcome back to the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Half Band Dubs with you. It is Sunday afternoon, 337 on Sunday afternoon. And coming up, remind me, Dubs, we need to probably at the end of this segment get the Corolla 500 going. Yeah. You and I talked about this. Tommy, actually, I came up with the idea with him. Corolla knows nothing about it because the Daytona 500 is today. Has it started yet? I don't know. I know you don't know what it is. You walk in here and you're like, what is this? Corolla, our, uh, our associate producer, you will be doing something in honor of the 500. We don't have time to tell you now because we have... Probably the most important guest in the history of the hideout ever joining us. So go away, but remind us, at the end of the segment, you find out what it is you're going to be doing for the next two and a half hours. Uh, First, Dubs, you know, even in the show open, I talk about the fact that right now, it seems, we are in the middle of what I have termed the Great Regression, where somehow our society is beginning to take steps backwards because the people in charge are afraid of diversity, uh, creativity, and they just don't understand those of us who question authority. Joining us right now, um, Virginia State Delegate Dubs, Adam Eben. Adam, Delegate uh, Eben, welcome into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Thanks for having me. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to come in and uh, do the show. Uh, how are you on this fine Sunday afternoon? Good, good, thank you. Good. I am... Um, now, here's the, the main reason that I wanted to talk to you is because I've been seeing everything, and it appears that Virginia, the state of Virginia, is leading this, this, this great regression. The, uh, the legislation and the bills that are going through that are probably crossing your desk seem more than 
any other state to be kind of slowly taking away rights. When am I wrong or uh, right in that assessment? Well, you're right that there's lots of proposals and lots of proposals that, in fact, have um, passed the Virginia House of Delegates, the lower house. Um, but fortunately, uh, quite a few of them have been um, stopped uh, in the Virginia Senate in committees. But there, there's no question that it's an election year in Virginia and that the way our districts are drawn, that um, those Republicans that are there, that their biggest goal is to make sure that they win any future Republican primary from a more conservative challenger. So the atmosphere that it creates is one where um, where there's a great effort to um, to be as far right as they can. Now, Delegate Evan, you represent portions of Arlington, Alexandria, Fairfax, stuff like that. The thing that stood out to me was I was reading an article probably about a week or so ago, and what you said um, was uh, involving uh, gay marriage and um, the way that these these bans that have been out there, and you said something to the effect of, um, the way we're going to be ashamed when we look back at the way that we're acting right now. Could you explain? Could you explain that sure. a little bit more? Sure. I mean, I think over time there are things in the country, and particularly in Virginia, that are um, you look back and you wonder how we could have done it. Um, things like um, slavery or denying women the right to vote, or um, massive resistance to the Supreme Court decision for desegregated schools, all in Virginia, even till the 1960s, outlawing interracial marriage and it's hard to understand you know that we were so afraid of these things or that our forebearers were so afraid of these things that they thought that they needed to be outlawed and were threats and now we look back and you know it seems like common sense and people are um scapegoating and claiming that you know because a same-sex couple might want to um commit to each other and have simple uh and easy inheritance rights easy hospital visitation easy access to insurance that that somehow threatens their marriages. And well, I've heard the excuses that hey, if uh, we let gays get married, that means we're going to have to let you know people get married to multiple people, people get married to animals and everything. And it's just it's so ridiculous of an argument. I find. Do you actually? I, that's, I call it the O'Reilly argument. Yeah, the O'Reilly argument. Do you ever hear any of that stuff floating around uh, there? The, oh yeah, the, no, there there certainly is some. I mean, it's and sometimes I don't know whether people are afraid or they're um, just demagogues, or whether they're just that unenlightened. And some of them are that unenlightened. But there are others, a few of the people down there, who who just seem like very angry people who, who feel the need to blame someone else for the problems that they're, uh, that straight people have created for themselves. Uh, you were talking to uh, Virginia Delegate Adam Eben of the 49th District in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Now, from my understanding, you're the first openly gay member of the of the General uh, Assembly here in Virginia. Do you do you actually run across that like personally? I mean, is it tough for you whenever no. you're whenever you're around uh, in the assembly and stuff? I mean, do people shun you in a way? I mean, how, what what's no. that like for you? No, no, no. There's, there's personally, uh, I get along fine, but I, it may be that I have a tough skin, a tough, you know, that I'm uh, a thick skin, that that some things just kind of roll off my back. Um, personally, no one's been yeah. um, impolite to me, but when I hear the things that people will say in the misinformation and lies they'll talk about adoptive parents or gay parents, that I find um, kind of outrageous and awful because. I just wish they could know the truth and know people, you know, know those of their neighbors that happen to be gay. 
Um, and that, 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 that does bother me, but um, generally it's an okay place to be. So obviously it's an election year. You're going to have somebody going to be challenging you. Do you worry? Did you worry when you ran initially that, that the whole gay thing was going was gonna to play an issue? Did anybody try to uh, play hardball with you? Not well, I mean, I'm from a pretty diverse district. We've got, right. uh, there's no one group that uh, that easily predominates in my district. We've got lots of Latinos, lots of um, African Americans, Asian Americans, gay people, straight people, um, and it's a pretty Too progressive bad. area. So, while it you know it might help someone get a few votes one way or another, um, in general, if people were going to do that on a large scale, I think it would probably backfire in my neck of the woods. Um, it's a pretty democratic area. And most people are not as afraid, although, you know, there's certain biases. But um, but it's not something that I'm worried about because I've been out for a long time, and it's just kind of a fact of who I am. And and my feeling is, you know, you lose some things and you gain some things. And, you know, there are people who are black or Latino or immigrants who get discriminated against every day. And, you know, some gay people are cautious and not be out. But I, I just don't worry about it. Right. Now, let me ask you, um, as far as like Virginia and the way that it's set up, isn't it set up in a way so that the, the, the session's very short? So it they're, a, I mean, through. you guys get yeah, like three, four months at most. Why is it that you, do you spend so much time like on these, these asinine bills? Example, the sagging bill or the bill where uh, kids got to have their pants pulled up. Doesn't oh, that yeah. just seem like yeah. a waste of time? What's going on there? Well, we only have, we only actually only have 45 days to, for our session. Right. And anyone can put in any bill if it's in early enough and, and it'll get considered and disposed of. Um, it, it just, you know, no matter what your idea is, how far out it is, um, it, it can come up in subcommittee and if it passes, um, move on to the floor. So, um, does it make you ashamed though that the rest of the world it's literally? Well, it's, it, I'm not so much ashamed because I know that I'm doing what I think is the right thing. Right. More, it's more an embarrassment about how we're perceived to think that you know, all these late night talk shows around the country think that that our big um, important task is um, to make sure that kids appear uh, dressed, uh, you know, what people consider properly in public. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think kids should have their pants down to their knees, but whatever. I mean, if they're not exposing themselves, you know, it's a trend. Um, I think though, what's more embarrassing than it is embarrassing to spend a lot of time on these things. But what really bothers me is that we don't worry about enough about health care or enough about transportation. And, and, and it's some of it's, a, you know, just kind of a ploy for votes. And in many cases, most reasonable Virginians don't agree with a lot of this. But for a lot of people, it's about beating back right-wing challenges. And in some cases, I'm sure they genuinely believe it because these folks are the right-wingers who were able to win the primaries in these newly drawn Republican districts a few years ago. Oh, it's, uh, it's so aggravating. Virginia delegate Adam Abin from the 49th District joining us in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. I also heard that a uh, bill that was going through was to uh, ban those uh, rims that spin while even when you stop. I think it's all part of the same bill, and I yeah. forgive me if it just seems a little racist, where uh, we're going to attack a uh, culture. We're going to call this one the black bill. And sadly, and then didn't it kind of, didn't it make through or make it out of committee or something? I think it did. I think, though, that the, there was one delegate who put in the saggy pants bill who put in, he may have put in that bill. He also put in a bill that you can't, that you can't have a um, TV screen in the front of you in the car. And I think part of it was um, real problems. He had another bill with um, huge volume on cars. And I don't think that that, that that's, 
I don't know that that was why he put, if he put in the um, the tire rim bill, if that was why. I think While we're at it, why don't we do something about bling? I'm tired of the bling, bling. You see this. You just see this, and I just can't believe it. So it's an election year coming up. Um, you feel comfortable? Are you, are you running again? Are you think you're going to be all right? Yeah, no, I'm running for re-election, but I definitely uh, try to build an uh, active organization of people who support common sense. And if people are interested in that, they can go to my website, which is com. You've got my um, vote if you uh, ban afros. No, come I'm, on. I'm looking uh -oh. for that. Well, I, I, I guess I, we're going to part company there. But um, <laughs> I think, though, that, you know, I definitely you know, want to encourage people to support my election, but I also want to encourage your listeners, wherever they live in Virginia, to get involved. This year's a gubernatorial election. And the way that these right-wing ideas, crazy ideas, can prevail is when not enough people who have common sense vote and participate. Right. So, you know, whatever party you're in on June... 14th or whatever our primary is, make sure to vote and um, and and take time to you know let your legislators know and and try not to do it in a way that's going to antagonize. I'm just telling you don't understand if if you don't understand why they would do that. But we get people sometimes get really upset and um, depending on how they how they speak to their legislator, it may may not do as much good as it could. Right, I hear you. Because, you know, we were even talking about this during the election because I just went absolutely insane. You could probably tell by the show that we weren't big fans of Bush, nor are we uh, currently. But uh, people were talking about you got to change it now and, and voting third parties and this and that. And I kept saying you got to do it at the local level. you got to rebuild the party at these local levels, at city government, at state government, and with uh, this that's coming up right now. So you're exactly right. For everyone on the left who got down uh, over losing the last last you know uh, presidential election it's already election time again so now it's started it's time to get rolling and uh have good guys at least yeah. what i perceive a good guy is this adam abbott going out because i seriously do man i commend you first of all it's tough Thanks. it's tough being out there being an openly gay dude and much less in virginia in the uh, in the delegates but then for you to come out and say which is something that bennington has said uh and i completely agree we're going to Bennington now. Well, Ron, uh, you look back and you're going to it's just going to seem really stupid. We're all going to seem really, really dumb at the way that we've, quote unquote, uh, hated and tried to oppress homosexuals. And you're just really going to feel ashamed 15, 20 years from now when you got to try to explain it to your kids. You know what ended up happening. You know it's the same way that our parents or uh, grandparents feel ashamed when they got to explain racism uh, in Fowlerville, Michigan. J Dubs. So well, there, and there's hope because some of your listeners probably are younger, and, and younger people this isn't as big a deal to. Um, but I would just really encourage people, you know, to quote like Howard Dean, "You've got the power." The people who like felt like they wanted to volunteer for Carrie in Virginia or gave a hundred or five hundred dollars, if they do that for a local state legislative candidate in Virginia this coming year particularly like in Loudoun, Prince William, Fairfax counties, right. their, their impact can be amplified because so much fewer people vote. Right. And to, it's hard to get young people to vote. So if, if people just make sure they're registered and, and, and start to follow, you know, on the bills that they consider important, how their delegates voted and see if someone's challenging them, um, they, they can make a, a huge impact um, on important races. All right. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. Virginia State Delegate Adam Eben. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right, man. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We don't get too political, but I seriously wanted to give that cat props, man, because I just I couldn't imagine being down in Richmond, first of all, yeah. and being any kind of minority. 
you know, a, a racial minority, a, uh, a sexual minority, whatever the case, being a woman and then being down there and be, having the, you know, the cajones to say on the floor, hey, ass wipes, uh, you're going to look so stupid. And I can't believe that you, who I sit here, maybe I play golf with or whatever, or you, you're going to have to explain 25 years from now why it is that you uh, voted and why it is that, you know, you're so afraid of gay people and gay rights. And then, literally, Virginia's the laughing stock because of this, this sagging bill and what it is that's going on where they have all this time. How is it that they get the people's work done? How do they – don't we have traffic issues here? I mean, isn't there a problem with an education? But instead, man, it's this pandering. It's this pandering to the uh, the people in the suburbs, or not in the suburbs, but in the rural districts of, you know, be careful. Black people, they wear their pants low. This is good. This is uh, Afros. I agree. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Let's do some do-rags, too. Let's get rid of those. Anybody with do-rags or with rims or with... You, you said it jokingly. I'm sure at some point... Some Virginia senator has said there's a real problem with bling, and we need to stop this bling because their their sons and daughters they're uh, they're watching you know videos and they're worried about this. All right, so uh, Adam Abin, right? He's a gay delegate. If you were uh, Adam, what would you say if you got a chance to stand up in front and say something? If I were to stand up and what? Yeah, it, it, being Adam in front of like everybody. Yeah, I think I would say what he said. I, I honestly do, and that's why I wanted to commend him. I would look at him and be like, what are you afraid of? You're sitting here with me. What are you... All right, now, you're trying to bait me into saying something. I know you are. That's exactly what you're doing. That's exactly what you're doing. You wanted me to say something that you could pull the tape of. You wanted me to stand up and say, I am a gay man. Thank you. And what are you afraid of? You know? Legitimately, what is your fear? Let me ask you this. This would be a tough question. This okay. would be a tough question for red state America. What do you think they fear more? Terrorists or gay people? Um, gay people are probably terrorists right now, but I think they fear their kids becoming gay. What do you more think, than anything? What do you think they feel the biggest threat is to America? Gay people or terrorists? Gay people. I think they're uh, they're more afraid of uh, you know our values being brought down. And do you hear that's the number one like thing or joke or knock on Osama bin Laden? The fact that he looks like a Mo? They say that he that's the he looks like a Mo. You never heard that before? No. Yeah, I hear it all the time. I say it. You never heard that? No, he looks Yeah, he does look kind of gay. But that's the thing though. Stylish. You you hear you hear I don't know about stylish, but you hear it hatefully. He looks like he just got off some X and just, you know. What? Some twitch X? going. X? Yeah. All gay people do X? Don't they? No. What are you talking about? Damn. Let's there goes another stereotype out my window. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Is the hideout 106.7. Look at us being educational. WJFK. Hideout 106.7 WJFK Hefe and Dubs Sunday afternoon. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. If you want to reach us, feel free to uh, just pick up the phone. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. The uh, website is RadioHideout.com. You can reach us via the internet as well. Uh, there, RadioHideout.com or JFK Hideout at AOL.com. That's the instant messenger and the 
email address. I went to go see the movie Constantine J-Dubs in which this song is featured. Uh, I saw Can't Constantine on Friday. Thumbs up. Really? I really did end up digging it a lot. And I'm not going to lie to you. I only went to go see it because of this song. I'm a huge A Perfect Circle fan, and it was in a lot of, like, the trailers and stuff. Wow, you got sold on a song that has nothing to do with the movie. Absolutely. I figured if they're going to put this song in, then I'm going to go see the movie, and I completely dug the movie Constantine. It's about heaven and hell. It's about uh, good versus bad and that whole bit, and I'm into that. And is it odd to say that I think I am a uh, Keanu Reeves fan now? Yeah, because he's not that good. I he, mean, he's all right. He was basically Neo. I mean, it, he's running the same I mean, character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Neo, giant mnemonic, all of it, the same thing. Constantine, you know? it's all the same thing, but he's found his niche. He's he's just like, he's good at that, and so he pulls it off easily. What's that one with Al Pacino, too? Um, uh, Devil's Advocate. What, what, isn't that like a mix of all of his movies together, this Constantine? Wow, you know, I didn't even think about that, except for Bill and Ted. Except for Bill and Ted, I would I wish say, Bill and Ted would come back. I wish. You know, it's like... Bill, Bill and Ted 40. It's like it didn't I even... I love it. It's like it didn't even exist. Um, all right, people are asking other questions. I am addicted to Dance Revolution. Is that, Mo? Yes. I, um... You know, my little brothers love that. I should take... That Dance Dance Revolution? I should take them to the downtown Silver Spring Mall, and we should go... Uh, have shot? <laughs> no! It's nice! Downtown Silver Spring is beautiful, and we should have a uh, we should have a wonderful time out there doing a little dancing dance off. Me and my little brother. Okay, <laughs> what? Stop. We got to guess what we're about to get to. We could uh, we could do that in a second. First, let's go to Jason. Jason, you're in the hideout of JFK. What's up? Hey, FA Doves. <laughs> I like your show. Thank you. But uh, earlier, y'all were talking about the um, that Doves was the person that was following the Riley the Riley School of Thought on the uh, the gay marriage thing. Yeah. But Dub seems, I mean, I'm sorry, but Hefe seems the one, seems to be the person who was quoting Bill O'Reilly using the, in, in terms of using the word pandering. What do you mean? Well, uh, that seems to be, uh, I'm not a wordsmith. I'm not either, and I'm on the radio. Go ahead, But Dub. I heard that word for the first time on O'Reilly's show, and I had to look it up to know what it means. And now that I know what it means... I'm able to use it, of course, but do you know what it means? What pandering? Yeah, isn't it like to act like a um, uh, like a go-between or something? I mean, is it something like that where you're like it, a go-between in terms of love affairs? Right, right, right. In terms of love affairs, so that's close. But I, I uh, what's it, the point? It, well, it also means to indulge. What am I indulging in? That's well, that what is wondering. what uh, in the in the context that you talked about earlier. I think that would be the more appropriate use of the word. What about gay marriage or what? Yeah, you want, you want to indulge in it? And I'm just getting back to the whole context and the way you use the word. All right. I don't even understand what you're saying, Jason. Are you saying that I'm copying Bill O'Reilly? What was he saying? I don't know. I don't understand what exactly it was. Now, I, all I know is, you know, uh, if gay people are allowed to get married, then I'm going to be able to marry two babes. <laughs> yeah, then there's one more for you. Congratulations, Dubs. If that's the way you look at it and if you support it. No, that's another O'Reilly thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't well, know. Then I'll be able to marry two babes, and then uh, it's just going to go from there, and then people are going to be able to Is marry that, animals. Did he really say he that? He says it all the time. Come on! Are you kidding me? And that's on this station. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, good for them. Um, joining us in the hideout, and I, I didn't mean for it to set up this way. It kind of... 
for a lack of a better term, fell into our lap like this. Uh, last segment, we had Virginia delegate Adam Eben in because I was congratulating him for having the cojones to stand up in front of the Virginia uh, General Assembly and say, hey, you guys are going to be ashamed and you look back at history and see that you've uh, sat here and you've tried to oppress people. Well, joining us on the phone, we actually tried to have him a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jonathan Rausch, the author of, and get this dub, same subject, uh, Gay Marriage, Why It's Good for Gays, Good for Straights, and Good for America. Uh, is this a theme night? I didn't I didn't specifically mean for it to be. Are you into this whole theme thing now after this weekend? I don't think so. Oh, because of the 70s party? Yeah. Um, but it just happened to work out this way. So um, we talked a lot about these issues already. Jonathan, but uh, welcome to the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. How are you? Oh, it's great to be here, and it's uh, starting to snow here in beautiful Falls Church. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. And now that's going to turn into a whole thing of it's going to be a bitch to get home, and uh, you obviously you're here in the area, so uh, I don't know if you had the chance to listen to the uh, to the segment before, but um, along the same lines, here you, I want to commend you, dude, because you wrote an article in the Post last year about Virginia's new Jim Crow laws, which you basically equated to this, didn't you, the whole gay marriage thing? Yeah, well, what Virginia just did is a lot worse than banning same-sex marriage. They passed a law last year which basically nullifies even a private contractual arrangement between two people of the same sex that would convey any of the incidents of marriage, which potentially means you couldn't write a will, you couldn't write a custody agreement, you so, couldn't eat, write a power of attorney, which and any of those things could be challenged in court, and that's just mean. So if you are gay and you wanted to leave your money to your lover, uh, you couldn't do it? Well, it could be challenged in court under this new law that says <laughs> two par persons of the same sex cannot make contracts that uh, have incidents of, of marriage. That's right. I don't know what the courts would say, but just even passing a law like that, saying that some citizens of the state of Virginia can't even have the right of personal contract, that is just, just so mean. All right, let me ask you this. Could you get around it like this? Could you leave it to your pet who happened to be owned by your, uh, by your partner? Yeah, you know, you probably could. We'll see what the courts well, say about it. It's probably... Partner. It's almost certainly unconstitutional, Lucky. but but it was not a proud Lucky. day for the state of Virginia, and they're still going. You know, they've got five bills in the legislature that would go after gay people. It is this is their preoccupation in Virginia. Jonathan Rausch, a gay marriage, why it's good for gays, good for straights, good for America. You also write for the National Journal, NationalJournal dot com. Uh, you you uh, you are a gay man, correct? I am indeed. What makes you so scary? Why are people afraid of you? What is it that you do that that just makes people say, oh no? Uh, it's the boogeyman. Well, there are people who think that if you allow me and my partner Michael to get married, that the next thing is we'll be marrying dogs and toasters. Um, so? I don't. I yeah. don't think that's okay. true. I think that there are more reasonable people who are just afraid that if you start messing with an ancient institution like marriage, you don't know what walls and ceilings might start to cave in. But but I think although a lot of those folks uh, mean well, and I respect that kind of traditional conservatism, in, in many ways I share it. I think in this case, gay marriage is going to help the institution of marriage by reaffirming that marriage is the ultimate commitment, and it's one everyone should be expected to make. Now, see, I'm not a fan of marriage just at all. Why is it that you would do you do you want it for like the legal purposes uh, as a gay man, so that you know um, your partner gets the same kind of uh, access to everything that a wife or a husband per se would get, or is it is it more about being able to say, hey, this is. You know, this is our ultimate commitment then. It's, it's both of those and something else. It's, of course, you need those legal tools. They're not benefits. No one gives you a check Ooh. when you get married. I guess you know that if you're married. 
um, their tools so that you can take care of the person. And you also want to be able to make that statement to each other. But the biggest single reason that we need to get married is to be part of the culture of marriage and all the community support for the relationship that goes with it. You know, every time someone says to you, if you're married, how's your husband? How's your wife? They're really saying, we know that you're married. We expect you to be there for each other. You've made a sacred promise. Now keep it. And that's how you keep people together and supported for life. All right, so this is why it's good for straights, then, why it's good for, for gay people to get married. Absolutely. All the reasons why marriage makes sense for straight people, including raising kids, also are the reasons why it makes sense for gay people, including raising kids. Um, oh God, see, I just don't, I'm not a big fan of the institution of marriage, period. And it doesn't seem to work. Are you afraid of that at all? Do you, all right, how about this? Do you think gay people would be better at marriage because you have this enormous uh, failure of marriage? What is it, like 49% or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think gay people would be better at it? I don't know. You know, I think initially, because we've been excluded from the culture of marriage for, you know, millennia now, it's going to take some getting used to. Um, I take your point. Marriage is in a serious trouble today in America. Half of all new marriages end in divorce. And, you know, here's an unbelievable statistic for you. But think about this. One out of three American children today are born out of wedlock. But the problem uh, there is not gay people who want to get married. The problem is straight people not getting married or not staying married. And I see gay marriage as part of the solution to that problem of reaffirming a social commitment to marriage as opposed to non-marriage. It sounds weird. You sound like a Republican to me. Well, you know, it's funny um, because this book I wrote is very much a social conservative case for marriage. I spent, right. I spent a lot of time when I'm out on the road, or I should say expected to spend a lot of time selling marriage to gay people and gay marriage to straight people. How much did you sell for? And the, <laughs> and the, the big surprise, Hefe, yeah. is it turns out I spend most of my time selling marriage to straight people, reminding them the reasons why marriage is so important, because a lot of people share your point of view. They think marriage is kind of, you know, it's just not working anymore, it's not as good as it once was, or it's overrated or whatever. Right. All right. Well, you know, I, the the book is Gay Marriage, Why It's Good for Gays, Why It's Good for Straights, Why It's Good for America. I just don't think that marriage, period, is. And especially, I, do, I don't feel people should be locked in to one person for the rest of their life. If you want to, I think if you definitely feel like, hey, this is the one, whether they are a man or a woman, if you're, you know, same sex, whatever, then please, by all means. But I just think the idea of people staying with just one another forever is asinine. It's insane to me. I mean, you have do you have a partner now? Yeah. And so you could be with that person for the rest of your life. I think it's a noble commitment, and it's one I would like to, to make. And, and I think, yeah, for most people, 85% of American women get married over the course of their life, which no. is the same for men, I assume. Now, have you made that commitment with him, or are you no, waiting for the... Are you kidding? We the... live in Virginia. Yeah. Sorry, so... I, I know, but like, have you just made that commitment to him with yourself and not with the like, could, stay being involved. Like, could, I, I almost kind of feel like maybe you want it maybe more so because you could have it, because you can't have it. You think once you gain access to say, hey, you can get married, you'd be like, eh, I don't know if I'm so ready to do this now. You know, it's funny. For a lot of straight people, marriage is like water to a fish. They just take it so for granted that yeah. often they don't take it seriously, like the Britney Spears thing, you know, get married on a whim for 48 hours. Right. Um, when you're excluded from something, you're sometimes a little bit more aware of its price and its value. But I think once you end up getting it, eventually, too, you're going to be like, ah, it's, uh, it's just water and I'm a fish. 
Listen, marriage is never going to be easy. It's never going to be for anyone. Then but, why do it? But for all the problems that marriage has today, it is much, much better. And this is well documented by all kinds of social science. Much better for couples in society and especially children than cohabitation because it's still much more durable and much more solid than any other arrangement. I think it's just harder to get out of. It is harder to get out of. That's an important point. But uh, it's not just that. It's all the expectations that go with it. When you get married to somebody, the you crucial die. thing that happens, uh -huh. actually, you're less likely to die. Married people are healthier and live die longer. Oh, you but die the, inside. You're just <laughs> the main corpse. Thing, the main thing that happens is you become the legal next of kin to that person. Yeah. They are your family. And they have you have all the responsibilities that go with that. And if that person gets sick, the doctor calls you, and you've got to be there. And that means that mm -hmm. everybody has a caregiver when they're married. And that's just so important, especially if you have children, but even for adults. <sighs> See, to me, that's what moms, dads, and roommates are for. And I'm not joking. I'm really not trying to be a, a funny guy here. I just, I do wish you the best of luck in everything. And I'll sell in the book, too, available at Amazon.com. Gay marriage, why it's good for gays, good for straights, and good for America. Jonathan Rush joining us here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Uh yeah, it gotta suck uh, living in Virginia, huh? Where it seems like they are uh, targeting you, targeting you guys more than anything else. Well, they they do seem to view us as kind of a convenient whipping boy, but but I would just say that I, that it won't this won't be forever. That in in ten or twenty years, as your previous guest said, I think Virginia will look back and say this was not one of its prouder moments. I I hope there are a lot of good people in this state, and it's a beautiful state, and I. I think over time, compassion is going to win out. It's a beautiful state in the northern part. Uh, the rest of it, eh, who cares? Uh, thank you so much, Jonathan, for joining us in the hideout on 106.7. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. The book was just issued in paperback, and I uh, hope uh, people will be interested in it. Gay marriage, why it's good for gays, good for straights, and good for marriage. I'd like to read this. I'd like to see what this marriage thing is all about. Hey, thanks, man. Thank you. All right. Would you now? I, I mean, he says it's, He says basically it's a... Oh, you know I'm not for the institution of marriage having, you know, going through the whole separation bit. But I'm telling you, though, man, I honestly believe that once gay people get the rights, because eventually this whole thing will turn around. I I think for a while you will see, like, the rates will be good, but eventually it's going to end up where the divorce rates are going to be just as much as straight people. I say it's going to be worse for a while because all these people... Are, uh, haven't been able to get married. They're going to run out and get married and kind of jump into it without knowing what they're getting themselves into. And 10 years down the road, they're going to figure, uh-oh, I kind of jumped into this just because I could, finally. All right, so all right. <laughs> uh, Famous Tom's Barbecue says, this show has turned into a pro-mo. And again, we didn't mean for it to shake down this way, but it, uh, it happened to be. And you're not going to hear this anywhere else. I mean, who else is going to stand up and commend an openly gay delegate and then, you know, turn around and do this. I just, I truly believe it's important because this is one of the things right now. It's so amazingly under attack here in Virginia. We're the show that gives you a reach around. <laughs> if we still had promos, you put that in a promo. Now, Dubs, I've talked about me being on MySpace, and I've gotten these bulletins, and it's these things that they send around, and you're supposed to share with one another. And so this is written by a guy after years of experience, all right? Yeah. This is heterosexual stuff for a second. There are 31 things, 31 rules on the how to have a good relationship with a chick, okay? I'm not reading all 31 to you, but I want to read a couple, all right? Mm -hmm. All right. Never miss an opportunity to tell them they're beautiful. 
Don't refuse to kiss them in front of your friends. If your friends laugh at you, that's because they're jealous. Now, my girlfriend has a problem kissing in public, which I don't mind because, you know, there's no reason for it. Right. And it kind of bothered me at first, but now, you know, I actually come to agree with it. Let me ask you this. Do you and your chick kiss a lot? At home, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Like, make out? Uh, yeah, there's, you know, there's more of just the pecking than uh, making out, but yeah, there's plenty of making out. Let me ask you this. At what point in a relationship do you stop making out? Because it happens. When you stop having sex? Or Is there a correlation, do you think, where, okay, you had sex maybe two, three times a week, okay? Yeah. I think if you're doing that, you're probably still making out. Yeah. But I think, too... That once that begins into a once a week, maybe even once every couple weeks thing, you no longer make out with a chick. You are uh, you're just doing the, the yeah. See you later. You know that yeah. kind of thing. When was the last time you had a true? And you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. Like Actually, a, a, a true make out uh, a couple weeks ago, and before that, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I, yeah, but you know, a couple weeks ago, actually. Let me. All right. You don't have to tell me, but it is just questions I'm throwing out. Tommy, you come and get involved with this, too. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. What would you say you do more of? Would you Do you think you make out more, or do you think you have sex more? Have sex more. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. And I would, I would almost be willing to bet that it's the same for the majority of couples. That the majority of couples probably have sex more, which is, by the way, probably few and far between. Than actually truly making out. You only make out, and I'll tell you this, I'll tell you, most guys, I bet, do not like to kiss. Yes, yeah, uh, you know, after a while, it loses its luster. Definitely does. But you, you kiss because you do that until you end up yeah. having relations. Yeah. But and a- I think that's the same with girls, too, though. I don't, I, you know, I think girls, after a while, after they're comfortable with a guy, they'd rather have sex than make out. Why would they want to make out? I think girls are more into it. No. I guarantee you girls are way they're, more into kissing. They're way, way more into kissing, but, I mean, the mean the, the means is to the end on both uh, both parties, you know? I don't see it being, the, I don't see the motivation being the sex, uh, being the same for chicks. Get Corolla in here. Let's ask him. Oh, wait. Get the woman's point of view. <laughs> now, Tommy, I forget where you are in your life. What would you say you make more, you do more of, making out or uh, sex? Um... I don't know. Sometimes in the middle, there's making out. But yeah, but that doesn't even count. If, well, if, then probably sex. That's what I'm telling you. I think this is for real. Corolla, come here. Give me a real answer. Hey, besides a schlong, what else won't you find in a woman's pants? What? Corolla. All right, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, more of? I will take anything I can get. If they want to make out, that's fine. I'm not really being picky at this point. I don't really think I... Now, see, to me, Corolla, Corolla is the point in his thing where it's been, what, 24 years since you've had sex? Two, two and a half. Where 24 years, he's had nothing, he'd be willing to make out with a chick. But if you were like us and able to get steady, then uh, you wouldn't be interested so much. Yeah. If I was having sex, no, I'd love it. I'd be happy with just that. Right. I wouldn't need to kiss him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's all I usually get. Oh, by the way, it's time to do the Corolla 500. Yeah. Uh, the Daytona 500 is today. And Corolla, now, from what I understand, you may have a whole relationship brewing thanks to the Ron and Fez show, right? Ruined? Ru- brewing. Oh. 
Don't don't you have something going on? You went on a date Friday night. Are you drunk? Yeah. No, but I'm just trying not. I know it's gonna happen. What? You're gonna wreck this for me? No, not at all. On what happened, Dubs? On Ron Friday, Fest? we did a dating game with uh, a few uh, dancers, or as I call them, strippers. Right. From Nexus Gold Club. Mm-hmm. They came in and uh, you know had we had one with just listeners, and one of the listeners got to go out with uh, with a dancer and. Uh, also, Corolla, Glaubitz, and Puck got to play the dating game for another dancer. Did you hate the strippers before you met them or something? Is that why you picked those three? I know. That would be awful if there was a choice yeah. of those three guys. So anyway, what happened? Corolla ends up winning, right? Yeah, Head Corolla ended up winning. And so you went out on a date. Yeah. And now I don't want to ruin it because I'm sure you guys will talk about it on Rana Fez on Monday. But did it go Yay, well? nay. Did it go well? No. It didn't go well at all? No. Did you end up at least getting, like, a number or something? Uh, she gave me her number, yeah. See, that's See a- that, I'd say that went well, then. Oh, well, I thought you meant, you know, did you... No, mm-hmm. oh, I can't mm-hmm. believe- I mean, you know, strippers use their hands like, you know, like giving out lollipops, but whatever. You didn't even get any of that? No. What's her boyfriend's phone number? I'm not sure. Do you have that? No, I don't have a boyfriend's number. Does she have a boyfriend? Yeah, she does. <laughs> Jesus. He was telling me that they were like, you're so hot. You're hot as hell. You? Congratulations. I told, I told them that they weren't on the clock. They didn't have to say that. <laughs> By the way, you're going to be able to see Corolla, Dubs, and myself as we're going to be out at the World Championship Ice Racing Series this Saturday, the 26th, from 7.30 uh, till 9 at the MCI Center in D.C. Dubs and I are going to be there. We're going to be out there uh, entertaining at intermission and doing Corolla bowling. If you want to go, in fact, 866-277-4960. Now, we got a couple of tickets that we can give out now. we also got a game show coming up later on. But if you want the tickets for uh, nothing, yeah, just call in. Uh, feel free to give us a shout now. But here's the thing. They're on sale at Ticketmaster Outlets, including the MCI Center box office, or online at Ticketmaster.com. More info at iSpeedway.com. But you are going to be in your tights out there when we do Corolla bowling. Right, Corolla? I guess so. All right, you will be. So here's the thing. It is the Corolla 500. This is what I'd like for you to do. Now, the biggest problem, you've even said this when you're going to George Mason University, because that's where you go. It's your sixth year. You're finally going to graduate and get that that elusive bachelor's. In communication. Yeah, no less. Six years to get that. This is what I think you should do. This retard has the tag I saw on, his sh- on his shirt. He hasn't taken it off. What's your new shirt? Extra large, by the way. What does it say? It says, I do all my own stunts. You do all your own stunts. That's Bad Monkey got it for me. Thank you to Bad Monkey. Yeah. So here's the thing that we want you to do, Corolla. I would like you to do the following. In the next two hours, yeah. I want you to do 500 push-ups. 500 push-ups? The reason is because <laughs> the problem with you not being able to pick up chicks is you say you don't have a good physique. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to help you get a good physique. And even more so than that, you particularly... Blame what we call your bitch boobs. Yeah. So you say they are the problem, and looking at you and the way that that new I do my own stunts shirt is fighting to get off of you right now, I say that's the biggest issue. Well, you guys want to say it's the bitch boobs. I say it's my face. Well, here's what we're gonna do then. I think you need to do 500 push-ups in the next two hours. If if you are not able to do 500 push-ups in the next two hours. For every push-up that you do not do, you have two choices, okay? You either put your head in the toilet for that amount of seconds. Example, let's say you do 200 push-ups. 
So for 300 seconds, you have to have your head in the toilet here at WJFK. Straight. Nasty. Just straight down. like complete, And you can't bring it up for air. Com- you guys are sick. Completely submerging. What if I'm in there for like 300 seconds? I'll die. <laughs> well, that's why we have another option for you. Here's the other option. Apparently, there is a Tupperware bowl outside mm. of food. Lasagna. That I guess was from Robert the Mailman. Robert the Mailman brought in lasagna for uh, Don. Don didn't really want to eat one that was labeled with his name. You right. Know? So uh, he uh, left it out in the lobby from two weeks ago. So Corolla, here's your choice. Oh, God. 500 push-ups in the next two hours or that many seconds uh, off the air or on that many seconds with your head in the toilet or you eat a big bite. All. all right, how about this? Big bite's not from the toilet, is it? For every 50 push-ups that you don't accomplish, you have to eat that many bites. Of the uh, of the lasagna. Lasagna. One or the other. Pick now. I guess I'm going to have to go with toilet. Oh, uh, well, I already, you know, I already did that kind of sticking my head in it, and that just popped in my head, and that was quite foul, thanks to you guys. So I guess I'm going to have to go with the... Lasagna. I'll tell you what, I'll even let you hold off. You can think about it. We'll come back because you seem to be wavering a little bit. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll start the first round of push-ups. Plus, we got other stuff. Blackness is going to be here. We're going to be talking on blackness. I got to actually, I got some very, I got some news that I want to share with you when we get back. We have to have you uh, cover my blogs with Ron and Fez and what happened. Then we got a lot of stuff still to accomplish. And you have to do 500 push-ups before 630. Because in the last break of the show, that's when you will be paying off your bet, either the head in the toilet or eating the two-week-old lasagna that's been sitting out in the JFK what, lobby. What if I do 500 push-ups? Then you get off. Yeah. Who's going to answer the IMs? I don't, don't worry. You can do push-ups back there. But we all they, I'll tell you this, too. Every single push-up has to be accounted for. You can't say, oh, I just got doing, doing 10. You guys missed it. Can I do them girly style? No. no. You have to do real, honest-to-God push-ups. Do we want to take over-unders on how many he does? Yeah. What do you think? I think uh, 75. <laughs> he only gets to 75? He gets 75. I'm going to say this. You're going to surprise everyone, Corolla. 182. I think you reach 182. That's only 300-plus minutes or 300-plus push-ups that you're going to miss. And seconds and your head in the toilet. Can you reach the blink 182? Let's take a break. Tommy, do you have an idea? you have a guess? Sometimes it gets real focused, so I'm going to say 220. All right. No His one thinks, arms are going to fall off by 70. No one thinks you can do 500 push-ups. Take a break. You can get started now. They don't even make you do 500 in the Army. Well, good luck. I hope you get drafted. If you keep complaining, we're going to add sit-ups. And they don't allow gays in the Army either, so. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Half and Dubs. Uh, it is your hideout, so participate if you like. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Also reminding you, too, Dubs and I will be at the 2005 World Championship Ice Racing Series this Saturday, the 26th at 730 at the MCI Center. Very excited about spending a Saturday night down in Chinatown at the MCI Center. Coming out from 730 to 9, we're going to be performing during the intermission. Also, two tickets on sale at all Ticketmaster outlets, including the MCI Center box office or online at Ticketmaster.com. And 
For more info, visit ispeedway.com. We'll get all that info up on radiohideout.com. And if you want tickets to that, feel free to call in now. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Jados, before we went to commercial break, we decided we need to do something in honor of the Daytona 500. Yes. What better than the Corolla 500? Corolla has had a problem getting dates, mainly because of his physique, mainly because of the fact that he has what are termed bitch boobs. Yes. He is a man with not... I can't? No, you can't. Now, Why not? Now, let me recreate the last eight seconds. Um, he has a problem because he has what are termed bitch boobs. And Dubs is looking at them, and he, he likes what he sees. I'm just fiddling. So, Corolla, what we've decided... Stop looking at me. Is that bef- Stop. before 6.30, you have to complete 500 push-ups. We gave you the option of, for the 500 push-ups, if you do not reach 500, then for everyone that you did not do, you have to put your head in the toilet here at WJFK for that amount of seconds. Or... There has been food that has been sitting in the WJFK lobby in a container left over from the Don and Mike show. Lasagna slash spaghetti slash something. It has been there for probably three weeks sitting in a supperware container in a tree. We just went outside and opened it and made you sniff it. And it is the most rank, disgusting thing that I maybe have ever smelled in my life. It is a combination of feet and ass to the nth degree. Now, here's what will happen, Corolla. I'm going to eliminate the option. No toilet for you. Instead, my friend, for every 50 push-ups that you do not accomplish, you will be taking a bite of that concoction. Now, luckily, we have we started documenting during the commercial break uh, on video with Bad Monkey for RadioHideout.com. So, Corolla, you took a sniff. What do you think of that? It's disgust. I can't even explain it. And I've eaten cat food before, and I mean that's just it's rank. I didn't. It smells in the hallway. It still smells everywhere. It's bent outside, <laughs> right? And outside the doors, it's disgusting. And it's just sitting there. Yeah. And it's sitting there. And it's three-week-old lasagna slash spaghetti, right? Yeah, lasagna. It was lasagna, but it turned into spaghetti. So you have to do 500 push-ups. How many have you done so far? Ten. It's been 15 minutes, and you've done ten. Yeah. Do you want to do some more? Yeah. All right, go ahead and get down on the ground and do some more. The Corolla 500 here in the hideout. On 106.7 WJFK. Can Corolla trying to complete 500 push-ups. Before 6.30. And if he does, you get off. There's, there's nothing. Oh, God. Do him right. Don't be an ass. My shoes slipped out, man. There's no grip, grip on these shoes. And the Take them off. Oh. And no girly push-ups either. You got to act like you're a man over there. Man. Brian, you're in the hideout on JFK. I'm so happy you guys are still on the air. Just want to let you know that. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Got an idea for Kroll and his push-ups. Two. He can do five every minute for the next two hours, and that'll be... uh think uh 600 or you can do 10 every uh 10 10 every 10 uh, 10 every two minutes what happened? we lost him. i think we lost him yeah ten. all right corolla now that's actually a strategy you could do five every every minute do you think you could do five every minute how many do you have so far 20 i think i'm gonna win the 75 bet 
I, I don't. I honestly, I thought he'd at least be able to hit 182. And think about the fact that you got to eat 182. That's still because we're going to round up uh, seven bites, huge bites of that concoction. That's all of it, I think. The monstrosity. And again, Dubs, this was from Robert the Mailman that brought this in for Don. Yeah, I believe so. I, that's the only place I can uh, think of it coming from. Right now, I've had when I was when I was working with Don and Mike before, I had Robert's lasagna. Me too. It's delicious. The thing is, it gives you gas no matter what. Oh, fresh. Oh yeah, it gives you fresh, gas. Fresh. It'll like, yeah, it'll hit you right away immediately. So now Corolla, you get the three week old. Have you done any more push ups? No. You're still at twenty. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're screwed. Now, you know what sucks, though? I'll be honest with you, man. You know what really does uh, just blow? Then I'm going to vomit? No, I'm not worried about that. I really wanted to start this at three. I would have given you three and a half hours to do 500 push-ups. You want to cut it down to 400? No, it's the it's not the Daytona 400. Should be. They should cut that one down, too. Honestly, it should be the Daytona 20. It should be the Daytona nothing. I agree with that. But unfortunately, we're rolling with society's rules. This is what God gave us. Society. Dale would have done it. All right, I'm excited about this, Dubs. I truly feel as if we're going to see history here. I think he's going to hit the wall like Dale. <laughs> I think he might already have. At 27 push-ups. Yeah, 27. That's where I'm at. You're not You're at 20. And I've told you, every single one of these has to be documented. What's more? Now, Dubs, let me ask you this. Have you ever... <laughs> he's struggling. Have you ever eaten anything more than three weeks old? No, never. I mean, nothing that doesn't have preservatives in it. You know, right. Yeah, definitely really old Twinkies and stuff. Man, I was sitting there this morning at my apartment, and I had uh, I had some, some hamburger meat that had just turned brown. I mean, it just turned brown like during the overnight. And I'm thinking, you know. It's probably still good. It probably is okay to eat. There's probably not an issue with eating that. And especially if I fry it up real nice. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, no, I don't want to chance it. I'd be stupid. It just turned brown. Now, in the meantime, you have this. I think it's going to be great. What are the chances of him going to the emergency room? Good. I think before he even eats it. I think he's just going to go from hyperventilation. Like a heart attack? Yeah. Some sort of a heart attack with this. I don't think it's going to be that big a deal. Are you glad you smoked during the break, Corolla? I will say that, man. If you feel like you need to have a smoke while you're doing the push-ups, I have no problem with that. You can do that. Mm -hmm. How about this? I got a better idea. We should do something like this, man. How about we take the Tupperware bowl, take the top off. Put it right underneath his nose? And put it underneath your nose. That will give you the motivation you need to do more push-ups. You better not puke in the Tupperware bowl, though. Because you just got to eat whatever's in there. Yeah. Really? Whatever's in there, he has to eat, huh? Might be taking that to the bathroom <laughs> during the break. Like it'd be any worse. Somehow I'm sure it would cleanse it. <laughs> you're going to sit there and breathe or are you going to do push-ups? <clears throat> you are so screwed. Nick, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, guys, I just want to say, I mean... I'm not exactly in great physique myself. I'm a little, you know, on the chubby side, but this seems way too easy for him. I don't know how he can't do it. He's doing about 20 minutes, 20 push-ups every two minutes with a minute in between every set. I mean, he has an hour and 15 minutes to do 500 push-ups. It's really not that hard. I don't know what this guy looks like, but come on, you got to up the ante. He, he doesn't look that bad, 
But I'm guaranteeing he will not hit the 500 mark. Corolla, how much do you think you bench? Like, have you maxed out at all lately? Oh, no, I never benched before. <laughs> no wonder Did you... I ever go to gym class in high school? I mean, come on. I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's not that hard. Well, no wonder, Anyways, no wonder your boobs look like that if you've never done a bench press before. Have you ever done push-ups before? What's the most push-ups you've ever done in one sitting before? I don't know, man, like 30? 30. 30 in one second. It's a excuse for a human. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm going to listen on the radio, but you got to up the ante. All right. Static excuse for a human. Punk. I'm telling you. What we do don't, you? We don't have, if it was anybody else, I'd up the ante. Anybody. I would throw uh, 500 sips and 500 jumping jacks all in there. But you have to understand that is Corolla. And the fact that literally... Like, He's never won. Like <laughs> like most, most men have like a, a shape, like a peck, like something. Yeah, anything. But there's there's nothing there. It's absolutely as if he was a 16 year old girl. Yeah, he's just pumped with estrogen. Like he had like a, like a training bra. Like you could literally use a training bra, and I think you'd be okay. How many have you done? Where are you now? 26. 26. Hey man, you got plenty of time, and we won't we won't cover him. This whole time, but we just wanted to spin this break to get him going. Yeah. Because we had After this, you're going in the back. You're going to go into the back, and we're going to hear you da- back there. Lloyd, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, guys. What's Good up, to bro? hear you. Thank you. Hey, Corolla only has to do 250, I think. Isn't it 250 laps they're doing, which is like a two-mile track, so it's 500? Um, No, it's still 500 miles, though, isn't it? Yeah, but a lap is down and up. Yeah, yeah, but no, I say he's going for every mile. Push no, up for I every like mile. I like that idea. I don't. Yeah, I still don't think he'll hit 250. You don't think he'll hit 250? He's no. only done 26 now, and it's been 20 minutes. Yeah, I tried to help Corolla. No, well, come on. I hate push-ups. Yeah, and I hate Corolla. So no thank you. Lying there with your head on that dirty-ass floor isn't going to help you. Get up. You know what you need? A little motivation. Let's get Hot Michelle on the phone. A chick who we ruined it for with him. Ruined it with. Don't have the number anymore. Hi, Jen. What about the new stripper? Maybe that'll work. You need a little, you need a cheerleader. If there, how about this? Do you think if a chick comes here up here, they could help you out at all? That'd be awesome. I bet we, <laughs> how about, I'm willing to say this. In the state you're in, I would hope that you would never want to see a chick. I would never want to see a, a, a chick like have have her see me in the position that Corolla's in right now. I'm willing to say better that. than any other time she'd see me. No, you I, are dead ass tired after 26 push-ups. I bet any girl, any guy, I wish there was some some poon in the hideout. Any girl could do more push-ups than he did. Yeah. this guy could easily. I know we got ladies who were in the military who could do 500 push-ups and no problem. I'm not in the military. Thank God. I feel safe now. I really do. Whew. Chupacabra, you're in the hideout on JFK. You know what, Corolla? Damn the man, okay? Because there's a fat guy epidemic going out right now, and hot chicks dig fat guys lately. Yeah? All right. So, hot chicks dig the man boobs. No, no, no. Here's the thing, though, Chupacabra. That is true if you are a complete fat man, like a Matt Albert or a Ralphie May. Those fat guys are just big fat guys, and they embrace it. What's worse is when you're this, quote-unquote, skinny fat. Well... I think I think it's where the proportions where he's fat at too. I mean, he's just fat in odd places. Right. The boobs and the shoulders. I know I don't look the best. No, you don't. And the face isn't helping me you out have either. Back boobs. 
<laughs> Back boobs. Maddox, you're in the hideout on JFK. <clears throat> I'd be willing to help Corolla do some push-ups, dude. How's that? I'll get behind him and help him do the push-ups, dude. Really? He can get on his stomach. I'll get behind and help him go up and down, dude. All right. Now, people calling in support you, man. They want to. This guy wants to push you up and down. Easy like a push-up pop. Is he done anymore? No, he's just sitting there. We got to take a break. Icebox here in the hideout. Hey boys, I finally found you. I miss you on the uh, midnights. Thank you, man. Hey, we miss you being have there. a better you have a better chance of seeing Matt Albert and Belcher going on a diet than this guy hitting two hundred. Now those two guys are six four, easily four hundred and seventy five pounds each. And yeah. you're right. I think I would be willing to say this. I think Belcher did at least 25 push-ups, and we did the live gig at a Coyote Ugly. You Corolla, I, nothing. That's because Corolla. his belly's so close to the ground. He doesn't have Your to push up. Close to hey, the ground. Hey Corolla, that's the most exercise you got was down Coyote Ugly when you were dancing in that underwear, you mo. <laughs> that's true. Thank you. You sir. are pretty moish. And you know what? Hold on. If you want to see him do more exercises, MCI Center this coming Saturday night. Corolla Bowling at intermission at the 2005 World Championship Ice Racing Series. So hold on, you got tickets to that. Congratulations. Ticketmaster Outlets, MCI Center Box Office, Ticketmaster.com. More info, IceSpeedway.com. Hey, you're doing well over there, Corolla. You're at 26. Shut it. Monkey Man, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, guys? Yo. What's up, bro? Thing. Hey, uh, I just wanted to uh, actually, ask, actually ask Hefe if he's been doing push-ups for this baseball thing that we're trying to promote and get him out on the field uh, to try to get in shape as well. Now, that Dubs, I forgot about this. I am going to be playing baseball, hopefully, with the Montgomery County... Um, Montgomery County Community College with their baseball team. Hold on. Now I hear him moan wise for the song. Keep going. Go it. Go. Do it. Push it. Then Maddox was here. Is Maddox helping him out? Not yet. All right. Um, you know what, dude? <laughs> I, I am at... It's the uh, Montgomery County Rockville Knights. Now, what is the latest with this? I said that I wanted to play professional baseball. Hey, can you keep it down over there? I'm turning this mic off. For we're a trying. Bit. To, we're trying to do a radio show, and the they said that I could play if I got into shape. How is that progressing there, uh, Monkey Man? It's progressing well. Um, I've actually got a, a date for you. If you can, uh, if you're able to do it, maybe this is week. Is the guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, a uh, day for you this week. If, um, because the pitcher, the one pitcher, yeah, I've got all good quotes here now tonight. Right. Um, the one pitcher, he heads off to, uh, to camp in like three weeks. So, um, he's actually going to a major league camp in so, three weeks. So he was looking to do it this week. So he wants to pitch to me this week? Wow. And he's going he's to go to a pro baseball camp? Monkey Man, where'd you go? Hello? We lost him. Call back, Monkey Man. Because I was doing this whole thing where I wanted to get into shape so that I could play. I don't know, those of you that know this, but I play in a professional, well, semi-pro. All right, recreational men's baseball league. The the Falls Church News Hounds. The Lewis Hounds. And um, I'm getting into shape. Have you ever won a game? Yes, we have. <laughs> I'm 214 pounds right now. I wanted to get down to 205. And I said that I could hit major league pitching. And it appears that the, the Montgomery County Community College uh, the Knights have have got something for me. 
Oh, man, this would be huge. It's there in Rockville, Montgomery County College in Rockville. All right, there's Monkey Man. He's back. What day do they want to do this? Uh, Thursday, if possible. If, it's, if the weather's good and everything, if you can do it Thursday, uh, we're going to get you in on, on an inning again. Yeah, he can do it. He has nothing else to do. All right, so this Thursday I get to play an inning of baseball. As long as uh, you're not too busy with El Sol. Oh, jeez, not quit. I quit now. <laughs> All right, you, what time will this be? Um, I'll, actually, I'll call you back uh, uh, this week, and uh, probably t- tomorrow. Uh, Blackwood's got to get, get official time for practice. And and, um, and then do, they're doing a, a game on Thursday. Now, what, which major league team is this guy going to play for? Or at least um, there's two there's two different pitchers. One plays for the Royals, and one I think he plays for the Phillies. Uh, I gotta, I gotta talk to Blackwood. He's actually out of the house right now. I'm going yard on both of them. Um, but okay. yeah, you're gonna get you can get a bat and then uh, an inning in the field as well behind the plate. Sweet. This is me, Dubs. This is me. This is me playing professional baseball. This Thursday, the dream comes true. Are there going to be scouts there? No. Uh, well, he's been talking to scouts all week, so there might be some scouts for other players. Uh, you, you might have a chance. All right, here's the thing. Here's a way for you to get laughed at by the major league scouts. Oh, it wouldn't be the first time. In fact, I'll tell you this. Growing up, I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and I played ball. Most competitive ball, uh, Kerry Wood, Vernon Wells. These are all major league baseball players I grew Never up playing against. Them. Anyway, regardless, I came out. There was a game. Scout there specifically to see me and Vernon Wells. I think he, uh, he picked the wrong now? guy. He picked the wrong guy. Sure, Vernon Wells is playing center field for the Toronto Blue Jays. Who? Whatever. I think the guy made the a where? mistake. You don't know him. You know me, right? Exactly. I don't care for each of them. How dare you? All right, Monkey Man, I'm in, dude. I'm completely right. in. We'll Sounds good. I'll try to give you a call uh, uh, probably tomorrow. All right, bro. Everything else. Thank you, man. All right, man. And, uh, we'll get it put up on the hideout on the, on the website. Yeah, we'll put it up on RadioHideout.com if you want to come watch me play a little baseball. Dubs, I'd like to come in on Run Fest. Hey, well, uh, they'll pass you by glory days. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, J.D. What's up? Hey, if Corolla ever decided to become a country singer, he could be, call himself Girth Brooks and <laughs> sing his song, I've Got Fat in Low Places. Thank you, J.D. And my name is... Fat in Odd Places. My name is Phil. Phil Hill. Hi. All right, my name is Phil.com. Welcome into the hideout. He is our uh, our alien friend. Uh, Zaxxon. Zaxxon, thank you very much. You, um, I had to call you because what you're doing to Corolla, you, you, this is no way to, to, this is not going to work. He needs to go on the bad alien diet. What's the, the, the... Stop B-A-B. with the... Stop with the blowing of the nose in the, into the phone, please. It's, no, it's, a, it's, it's a, not. It's my wires. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's my wires. It's not me. He has an odd setup. <laughs> what do you, what's this diet? Can you keep a secret? Yes, we can keep a secret. The bad alien diet, also known as the BAD, involves... What? Okay, for breakfast, you eat a cheeseburger every morning for breakfast. Okay. Okay, then for lunch, you have half a pizza. Don't eat the whole thing, just half. Half of a pizza. Then at dinner... You can have four tacos and a curly fry from Jack in the Box. But only the four tacos. You have to stop there. Okay. Stop already. Now, I can't handle you. No. Why? I, I better not. I can't deal with the the incessant breathing. Stop. Not, nothing wrong with it. You look like you've given up. How many have you done, Corolla? Forty. Has he really done 40, Bad Monkey? I lost cattle a long time ago. Only 460 to go. And you've got an hour and a half, dude. You're progressing nicely. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I had some bad news that I want to share. 
We have the blogs we have to go through. We'll continue to see if Corolla can do 500 push-ups before 6.30 or eat three-week-old. You eat the you ate the White Castle just fine. Yeah. That's different. Oh, yeah, that was refrigerated. This has been sitting in the WJFK lobby in a tree. <laughs> Take a break and come back. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Hefe and Dubs. This is the Hideout. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Eight six six two seven seven four nine six nine. Also, too, don't forget we're going to be out the two thousand five World Championship Ice Racing Series this Saturday, the twenty sixth at seven thirty at the MCI Center. Dubs and I entertaining at intermission. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster outlets, including the MCI box office. Or line in Ticketmaster.com and also, too, more info, IceSpeedway.com. A lot more info coming up on that on RadioHideout.com. A lot of dot-coms to remember, but more than anything else, RadioHideout.com. And also, email, instant messenger, that kind of fun stuff is JFKHideout at AOL.com. Now, normally, Corolla is manning all of that, but right now, he's in the middle of the Corolla 500. We started at 4.30. Before 6.30, he has to accomplish 500 push-ups. If he does, he's in the clear. If he doesn't, he has to eat uh, three-week-old food. It's been sitting out. It was left over from the Don and Mike show, Tupperware, whole thing. It's been out there for about three weeks, and it is rank. It smells like feet and ass to the nth degree. It is absolutely repulsive. We walked out in the hall, and somebody had cracked the lid on the Tupperware, and it was, it, it hurt. My nostrils still ache from the smell of that. And so he will be eating that at 6.30, 50 for every 50 push-ups he does not accomplish, he will end up having to take a bite of that and eating it. So that's all there for you, Dubs. We're about to get to the blogs in a second that I guess on RadioHideout.com, my entry, blog entries, I will say, where uh, you and the boys, I guess, had a little fun with them. And, a little bit. Uh, before we do that, though, I would like to say, Dubs, that um, last night I was supposed to go to a 70s party, a 70s theme party. A few of the boys from the News Hounds, my baseball team, invited me to go out to a 70s theme party. I told you this, and what would you say? I said, uh, that's mighty gay of you, basically. Right. I mean, they, I've, I haven't heard of a theme party since I was in middle school. Well, well, you have them in radio all the time. Remember out at the edge, we'd always oh, yeah, do stuff? The pimps and hoes parties. Pimps and hoes, Mardi Gras parties, things like that. Mardi Gras parties are more acceptable, I would think, mm-hmm. because you don't have to specially dress up for it. Right. You know, you just come out and grab some beads and try to have some fun. Right. Well, this was a 70s theme party. I was going to go out and um, and get a uh, an Afro wig, maybe a throwback jersey, do a whole thing. And, you know, my whole th- I want to meet new people. I'm willing to go out to these parties. You're telling me you go to a 70s party, you're going to meet some interesting people. Maybe a little old, but whatever. You're still well, going to have a good time. Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, Biatu? What's going on, bro? Been a long time, my friend. Yeah, man. Your mom was getting on my case about me calling all the time, so she wanted me to devote more time to her. So all what right. Do you want me to do, man? Fair enough. What's up, man? Hey, man, I just wanted to say uh, I've been... Don't let J-Dubs give you a hard time and stuff about pursuing your baseball dream, man. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but what's going to happen if you actually uh, hit the ball? On the off chance you actually hit the ball, how are you going to get to first base, man? I-, I heard you, like, running against Tommy. 
Not, how the hell are you going to do that, man? Dude, I, since I have seen you when you came in during the Christmas Eve show, I've lost 20 pounds. I will have no issue making contact and running the bases when I play professional baseball this Thursday. You aren't going to hit it, and if you do hit it, you're going to ground out. I will have made contact, and I, you know what? Not even ground enough. I will um, I will like it out. How about that? Infield hit. And screw you, heckler. Hey, this isn't even the same as your, your like, homo league or whatever, that women's baseball league. It's a male baseball league. It's the News Hounds. The News Hounds. The same guys who who invited me to the uh, 70s party. (coughs) All right. How many times are you going to do the same bit? (laughs) I'm still laughing each time. Each and every time. Going back to the Corolla 500, Jeremy, you have a question about the food in the container? Yeah, when you say... uh... No, thanks a lot. All right. (laughs) What? All right, his question was what kind, when we say that it smells like feet and um, derriere to the nth degree, what kind of, what kind of derriere? Homeless or fat guy? And Dub said, Dub said fat guy with no hygiene issue, with hygiene issues. A person who Going the wrong way. Okay. We dump out of it and you still feel like you need to explain it more. I do. I don't know why you dumped out of it. I don't understand. So, Dubs, I was supposed to go to this party last night. Mm-hmm. I didn't go. And I haven't told you this. Actually, the only person I've told is Corolla. My reason for not going. It is actually kind of sad. Okay. Actually, it's very sad. I want to hear it. I know you do. You know I have one – you got a very few things in life that I really love, mm-hmm. that I could say that I truly love with my heart. Mm-hmm. One of them died yesterday. Oh, no. Uh, Your frog? My pet frog, Gypsy, died. I, I, I honestly feel bad for you. I know how much you love the frog. Thank you. It, uh, I'm surprised you aren't blaming me for it, like you blame the fish on me. I'd actually like to have some sort of a formal inquiry as to what happened. I had an aquatic African big dwarf frog, cutest little son of a bitch you'd ever seen. Uh, it was it was all right. It was it was beautiful. It was all right. Beautiful frog. It was a cute frog. It taught me a lot about life. How? It taught me how to love again. And I'd had this thing for two and a half years, nearly my entire time. That I've been in Washington D.C. I got uh, I got it shortly after I moved here, and like it it must have gotten the frog equivalent to Ebola because it started acting strange on like Thursday, and then all of a sudden this like white stuff and these bumps and all these things started growing all over it, and before you know it. It was too late, and um, she uh, she gave in, and she died yesterday morning around. It's it's sad you lost your toad. It was a it, frog. Sad. It was a big dwarf frog, an African big dwarf frog. Mm. You now, even, you uh, even you, now a two and a half year old toad is. It's a frog. It's a long time for a toad to live, though. There's a difference between a toad and a frog. This was an African. Aquatic big dwarf frog. You said it had warts. It wasn't supposed to. Not a lot of things are supposed to have warts, but sometimes you just ends up like that.
I'm glad that I can come in here and, and share with you my heartache. I really do feel bad for you. I cried. I, I believe you. I, I, and yesterday I couldn't do it. It's the death of my family. It, it had been with me for two and a half years. And it was a death in my family. And I just, I couldn't go out last night. How in good conscience could I go out to a 70s party knowing that my poor gypsy frog uh, didn't even make it to 70? But two and a half years for a toad is a long time. I'm not, I'm not joking about that at all. Seriously, that is a long time for it to live. Call it a toad again, I dare you. Uh, you know what? I, well, I hope Sadie Lou, your cat, dies. That's just wrong. And I hope a certain dog. I heard no ill will happens toward that either. Now, seriously, though, are you happy with how long it did last? I mean, how long are those supposed to last? Yeah, I will say, <laughs> all right, fine. I will say this. It made me feel good knowing that it lived a better life than it probably ever would have had I not adopted it and rescued it from the uh, the animal place. It's not really rescuing when you take it from an animal place. It's buying. It's purchasing. All right, so I bought it. But I got a lot of, you know. But, I mean, you found love with that. And you did. And I feel bad for you. Well, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, thank you to Gypsy. And uh, I'll always remember you. And I'm actually... Hold on. I'm going to pour a little bit out for it. Pour out that one's for you. Pour out water? Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't. It never drank uh, beer. It drank water. It was sad too, man, because it wasn't dead by the time I got home from El Sol, but it was just sitting there. It was ready to die, and I tried to nurse it along, and I couldn't do anything to it. How helpless did you see, feel? Oh God, when you when you are when you're holding a loved one who is dying in your hands, and you know there's nothing you could do, you just. You, did you try to, did you call people? Did you call what like, I uh, called animal shot? I called What everybody. did they say? We'll call you back. It was the overnight. Oh. Yeah, they, they couldn't do, I couldn't do anything. What, Corolla? I'll make a compromise with you. I'll eat your frog. <laughs> if I can't do the, uh, if I can't do the, uh, please, man, it's a toad. Whatever. I'll give it a proper burial, too. Especially about eight hours after I eat it. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> You're about to get hurt, my friend. I ask you to come here. Come here, Corolla. Is part of the Corolla 500? No. Come here. Turn you. Turn you. You can't injure me. Turn toward me. I'm dizzy. Turn toward me. Put your hands down. Come here and put your hands down. I'm serious. That's for talking <laughs> smack about his toad. Ah! Uh, uh, I can't do it now. I'm injured. How dare you? How dare you actually say you would eat my frog? I'm just asking to give him a proper burial. Come here. One more time. Put your hands up. Bury hands him up. in the mud? Hands up. I can't put them up. Put your hands up. Get your hands up now. Oh, God, I can't. Put them up. <laughs> How dare you? How many push-ups have you had? All you got to remember is take what you want and then go. Why are you guys laughing? Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, man, I'm sorry to hear your frog died, but we're kind of queer as a frog anyways, man. Other than if you're five years old. That's so gay. Thank you for your support. I it's appreciate that. Mo. All right. <laughs> you know, I missed you for a little while. Who, me? Heckler. Oh. All of you. I'm sitting here pouring my heart out to you guys. And I feel bad for you. I really do. 
And then here's the big thing. Do you go out and you get a new frog? No. Yes. No way. Yes, I say you do. It's like a children. It's like parents who have children die. You don't have new children, do you? Yeah. I mean, you let the pain pass, and then you go try to squirt out another one. And then the worst part is that uh, I had to bear, like I had to dispose of the body. How did you do it? I wrapped it up in saran wrap. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was the worst. That I didn't lose it until I had to take it out of the tank and put it in the saran wrap and like fold. Reenact it, it for me. You re- uh, uh, you see it? It was at the bottom or the top. It was uh, at the top. I had it in the net, and I um, so I take it out. It's in this little three-gallon aquarium, and I take it out because it just—it was it. It was over. I couldn't—I couldn't sit there and I couldn't help it anymore. Yeah, belly up. And so no, it was not belly up. <laughs> was it a different uh, color than before? And she had like this fungus and everything on her. So I um. How long was she dead if she had fungus on? Yeah, <laughs> how long was she sitting there? She was alive until the very end. Okay. And so I put her down, and I, I stretched her out, because I didn't want her to be all cramped. I stretched her out on the saran wrap. Yeah. <sighs> and I, like, folded over, and I made sure she was nice and neat. <laughs> and then I got this Irish Spring soapbox <laughs> that I could bury her in. So that was the frog's casket. Yeah. I got these little cotton balls. When you were putting it in there, how did it feel? I could, How did you feel? I'm not going to lie to you. I sat there and I held it in my hands in my kitchen for about five minutes. Did you kiss it? Yes. Don't let yourself go. I did. I know. And I just, I kept saying thank you. Thank you for what? Everything. It taught me about life. Taught me did how to you, love. Did you, did you thank it for anything in particular? Or did you say thank you? I, I, I... I said thank you for for teaching me how to love again. And I said I'm. And you know what? I kept apologizing. When did you flush it? I'm not gonna flush oh. it. Are you insane? Okay. You don't flush something like that. You don't flush love. No. I I put it in. A, I, I wrapped it up. I I put it in a box. I you know, I made sure it's nice and surrounded. And it, it's you know, I um I wrapped that in foil and tape. Mm-hmm. I wrote a little you know R I P. Mm-hmm. Gypsy, I'll love you always and forever. Uh, the date and thank you. And where did you put it? It's in my freezer. What are you going to do with it in your freezer? I'm waiting to find a proper place to bury it. Okay, you know. aren't going to keep it forever. No. Okay. Don't be stupid. I know. So where is it sitting at in the freezer? Like what next to what food? It's got it. It's actually got its own little place where I was keeping its food. Why are you laughing? Everybody Why are you laughing? Sorry. Have you never had a loved one die? Yeah, I mean, this is just terrible. The frog usually. I'll be goddamned. No, it is the same. Something. It's a hu- It's like it's not a human being, but it's still one of God's creatures. It's still something that I shared in my life for two and a half years. No, I I gave hugs to. No, Hefe. I I don't want this to push you over the edge and make you cry. But we have. The last words of Gypsy. So now you're on your own. 
I swear to Christ, I hope Ollie die in a horrific car accident. I am trying to... F you. Trying to be sensitive I'm going to skin your stupid cat. Bill, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, Hef? It's Bill from the gym, man. What's up, man? How you doing, man? Good, man. Hey, listen, Good. I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, man. Um, I'm sorry, it's a little difficult for me to talk. I got a frog in my throat. All right. <laughs> no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> He was choked up. That's, I think that's... Corolla, I'm not looking at you. You better be crying. I'm crying. I'm crying. I think it'd be your best interest to leave, Corolla. How many push-ups have you done? 63. Now he's going to enjoy watching you eat. I was going to only make you gargle the food. You're eating it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Don, you're in the hideout. Hey, Hefe. What's up? Did you ever Google the type of frog on the internet? Yeah, I knew. I, uh, yes. Yeah. I, the, the, I, I think they go into hibernation every two and a half years. God damn it. So I took it out of the tank for no reason? And now it's frozen. Now, are you hoping that technology will catch up with you and you'll be able to bring your... I'm not lying to you. I'm sitting there thinking while I'm holding her in my hands... If only we could clone. I would clone. I now understand why parents want to clone their dead children. I would do this for my frog. But it's, it wouldn't be your frog then. It'd be a different frog with the same genetic makeup. You can clone. Fifty thousand dollars for a cat. Really? Yeah. You got a you got a number? No, but I can find it. Find it. Would you pay that much to clone Gypsy? Yes. Yeah. Without with beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yes, Corolla. I just wanted to ask Dubs, uh, on the way over, I stopped over at Gamekeeper, and I found Frogger, if you wanted to play, I mean, uh, after the show. You thought that was going to get a big laugh, didn't you? Oh, well, no. I just, it's not laughing matter. I picked it up, and I just... Not in relation to what happened, man. It's just a side note. I didn't mean it disrespectfully to you. I want you to do more push-ups. Yeah. You really need to catch up. <laughs> Kathy, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi, I just wanted to tell you, you are so, so, so sweet. Um, all the guys are probably laughing, but all the girls are probably sitting there with a tear in their eye thinking how sweet you are. Yeah, we're, I'm sure. Thank you, Kathy. It's, it's and the girls are the one that matters. <laughs> That's right. Wow. If only I had a chick with me last night to console me while I'm um, drinking my sorrows away. Yeah, women are the only one that matters. That's why they run the country. Now, when the time comes for you, Hefe... Take care of yourself. Shut up. Thank you, Kathy. When the time comes for you, Hefe, what will you say to Gypsy when you see her in heaven? I thought about that, too. I will, uh, I will say I've missed you. How you been? Now, do you picture her as as big as you when you get into heaven so you can hug her? That'd be sweet. Big toad arms around you? It's a frog. It's an African dwarf frog. Sorry. And I don't care what they're saying on the instant messenger to use a garbage disposal. Won't happen. <laughs> and why send that to me? You're supposed to protect me from the evil stuff on JFK. AOL, uh, JFK Hideout at AOL.com. Because I'm not back there, buddy, and I always look out for you. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm going to hurt you.
I'm not, I'm not back there. If I could stop doing push-ups, I'd easily go filter out. You could stop now. This disgusting email. You can stop now. I can't. All right, Dubs. Blackness is here. Yes, he is. Let's take a break. And we still have to get to your blogs as well. It, well you know, let's have Blackness sit in. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be fun. I'm sure Blackness will uh, be on my side on this whole mm-hmm. blog entry thing. Mm-hmm. Kermit, you're in the hideout on JFK. Kathy, I'm sorry, you frog. It's a gross thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't keep it. He couldn't hold it up. Good try, though. No. I hope you get in a car accident. That's just me. Let's take a break. He's driving right now. Let's take a break and we'll come back. Blackness. I would blog on this issue <laughs> and write an entry. But God forbid it becomes fodder uh, for uh, for talk, uh, for uh, for humorous discussions, in which my supposed best friend uh, completely says, "Hey, let's do this. This will be fun." So you're not going to blog about your frog? You get hurt after the the break. I seriously. Hello, who is this? Gypsy the frog. It was a woman. It was a female frog. This isn't Gypsy. I want to speak to my daddy. All right. Daddy, I'm cold. Where am my daddy? All right. Let's take a break. God damn you guys, man. Seriously. Take a break. We'll You're welcome. Back. I'm glad we helped. The Hideout 106.7. WJFK. Into the hideout 106.7 WJFK half fan dubs this Sunday afternoon. Use the website, learn about the show, radiohideout.com. There are show logs if you've missed any of the shows as well. And uh, you can always participate if you like in other ways. 866 277 4969. 866 277 4969. Reminding you, we're going to be at the 2005 World Championship Ice Racing Series this Saturday, the 26th at 7 30 at the MCI Center. Um, it's going to be myself, Dubs. We're going to do Corolla Bowling and Intermission. Tickets on sale now at all Ticketmaster outlets, including the MCI um, box office, or online at Ticketmaster.com. More info, icespeedway.com. I'll tell you this if you come out and hang out with us, I plan on part in Chinatown afterward. So uh, I think we have more tickets, Dubs. They say we have a limited amount back there, but didn't we have a ton to give away? Yeah, we had a ton to give away. If you want tickets and you want to go for free and you want to take a trillion of your friends, uh, use the phone number again. 866-277-4969-866-277-4969. By the way, bombs over Baghdad. 91 people in the last two days who have died. Uh, in Baghdad, or at least in uh, in Iraq, via various bombings and and suicide missions and stuff like Isn't that. Isn't there holy days right now over there? I don't know what's going on, but it's hey, democracy's working over there. It was a really good idea to go over there, and it seems like it's working out just fine. Oh wait, weren't we going over there for weapons of mass destruction? Oh, no, right. to spread the bureaucracy. Oh, that's you right. didn't get the memo. You didn't get the uh, change of memo. Oh, and that was the. Change. I'll forward it on to you. I got it. That was from the change from the change before. Yes. I also forgot to uh, fill out my TPS report. 
So I'm sorry. I really am sorry that I missed the boat on all of that stuff. Joining us now on the hideout, the leader of the Negro Nation in the hideout, because America is truly missing uh, its next great black leader. He came in here. He debated Black Albert, Matt Albert, Mantan, and he kicked their asses. And he is the official black leader of the hideout. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome him. Blackness. Yo, what's up? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Blackness, a.k.a. the lover. Uh, Blackness, who also is an activist for real. That's right. Um, you live in the Maryland area. In Su- Suitland, right? Yeah, Suitland, PG County. Nice. Uh, um, but let me say this. Working over at El Sol, J-Dubs, yeah. I can say this uh, with all honesty. Maryland drivers are the worst. Yeah, I know. What? I truly be- Because I've driven all sides of the Beltway. Mm-hmm. And... Driving that side of the Beltway, getting to Lana from Silver Spring. It's a nightmare. It is. It is. It's like the Daytona 500. People are going 90 miles an hour. They don't care. I'm going like 65, which is speeding, and they're buzzing right around me. And they got. They have absolutely no regard for the law when it comes to uh, driving correctly. And I just wanted to put that out there. Now I will say DC drivers are the worst because it's the city and tax. You know, taxis. You know, you're gonna deal with that. But Maryland, by far, uh, way worse than anything that could happen um, uh, back there. Everybody hold on. There are all these people probably calling for tickets. So everybody hold on back there as the lines are lit, uh, lit up for that. 866-277-4969, MCI Center this Saturday night. Now, RadioHideout.com is the website. And it talked about everything that you can find there before. And Blackness, you, uh, we're going to talk to you about some issues a little bit later on, but we figured you could sit in on this because you've read my blog entries, haven't you? Several times. And it's it's enlightening, isn't it? I mean, it's a bit overthought. You, you think so? I mean? Yeah, a lot of it is like kind of reaching. Hmm. Yeah, you seem sad. Seem sad? I can hook you up. I'm trying to tell you. I can, hook you. I can make you feel good. I can, I can get you some people that can make you feel good. Now, this is, this is Dubs, before we get into this, before we get into Ron and Fez reading my blogs. <laughs> Blog entries, by the way. I want to be correct here and when I when I state what it is. I have said this before, Blackness, and I want to see if you agree. Depression is a white thing. I don't do black people get depressed? We don't I don't think we get de- I'm not I was talking to somebody earlier about this this week actually and um you know, we as by nature, we are just used to having a lot of hardships on us. Right. So we ignore a lot of our depression. We don't really go and get it clinically checked out, even though we should a lot of times. But white folks are the people that tend to take it over the they take it over the line and want to go shoot people and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And but, see, this is my right. problem. I will say this true, and I'm not lying to you. I'm hanging around too many white people. There you go. They I, do you. I, they have gotten me they into this you. depression. There you go. I want to hang out. With only black folks. I'm even willing to say this. That's why you're hanging out with me. (laughs) He's as black as they get. Yeah. You are the root of all my issues. I am also... Throw your hands up. Wow. (laughs) I'm even willing to say this. Boom, shake the room. I want to be black. And I mean this in the most sincere way. I want to be a black man. I want you to ponder this over the next 15 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I want you to help me. Gotcha. I want you to help me. I want to start hanging out with you and your crew, if that is possible. Can I hang out with Blackness? Can I come down to Suitland and uh, and hang out with you? But see, I don't hang out with folks in Suitland because people in Suitland, they are real. They, I mean, you know what I mean? But that's, that's like the boys in the hood type of thing over there. That's what I need. I need that because if I hang I'm, out with that, I'm not going to be depressed. Every I'm, time you get depressed, I want you to do this. Just start going, slam, dot, 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 dot. Let the boys be boys. Slam. 
That's, that works for me every time. Then I'm feeling great. You know what? I hadn't even spoken about this, too. I was in a depression earlier this year. Uh, I'm out of it now. Mm. And I was listening to rap music. Got me right out. You can't be depressed listening to rap music. Can you? Unless maybe you're listening to something like uh, Mos Def or something that can maybe be a little bit darker. Right. But, like, the thing is, like, being black, though, some rap music can make you depressed if you if you get easily offended. I mean, not easily offended, but if you... Being black is like, you know, it's, it has its pros and its cons. I mean, it's it, a lot of things come easier to you being of non-black. A lot of pros are black. There you go. Pro football players, pro <laughs> basketball right. players. Come on. Oh, so that, you got to deal with stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, right. You know, but they all hurt. <laughs> What's wrong? All right. You know what? I want to delve into this a little bit more in a second, blackness, because I think you could help me. Cool. First, let me hear these blocks. All right. We're going to start off with uh, the one that Ron read. Oh, Christ. Here we go. All right, I'm going to read some of this that uh, Dub sent me. This is what Alafe does online. I don't want to hear it anymore. Give me a little sad music. I don't want to hear it. Because this is sad. Uh, Stop. Nice. This is uh, Alhafe's blog, and you can find this on The Hideout? Yeah, RadioHideout.com. Great, a plug. What happened? <laughs> I can no longer see a light. At the end of the time. Oh, God! Our society is too far gone. Right, let me read Money. it my way. No. If I read it my way, I think it would be a, it would be a lot more like, um, uh, be like a rant almost, like Dennis Miller-ish, instead of sad. I think you're reading it out of context. No, I think we're reading it perfectly in context. Power. Money. Me, myself, and I. Take a look around. What isn't being sold? One day I was standing in line at a grocery store, listening to my iPod, jamming to a perfect circle, <laughs> oblivious to my surroundings, ready to get home to consume my future purchase, when someone, who appeared to be homeless, approaches me. I'll never forget how thrown off I was. Why is this guy bothering me? Now I've got to take off my earphones to hear what he wants. He musters up the courage to ask, if I'm not offending you, sir, could you please help me and buy my lunch? I try to think of what has happened to him to this point of his life to ask a complete stranger dressed in workout clothes to buy him a salad. But before I can even finish, next! Shouts the cashier. So without even realizing what's coming out of my mouth, I say, sorry, man. <laughs> I'll never forget the feeling I had 20 seconds later when I realized what I had just unfolded. Ashamed. Doesn't even begin to tell the story. I let down a human being in need of food. Why? So I could hurry up and purchase some Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So I could treat myself. I will always remember that man. <laughs> wow. That's a sad story. I'm telling you, man. And I've talked about it before. The guy came up to me. I'm listening to my iPod. I'm thinking, hey, I'm going to go home. I don't eat the Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I'm sitting there jamming. This old 40, 50-year-old black man comes up. 
Hey, could you imagine the state of mind he's got to be in where he's going to beg somebody to buy his lunch? And I'm so wrapped up in myself, he sits there and he asks me, I go, sorry, man, because I wasn't even thinking. I wasn't even thinking. And he goes on, and I don't even know if he ate or what ended up happening. And I had to write about it. I was trying to sit there and prove a point. Dubs, why can't I be happy? Why isn't it working? What's wrong with me? I don't know, Hefe. I don't get it. All right, that's Corolla. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I'm over here. Corolla's doing push-ups. <laughs> How many has Corolla done? Corolla's done 175. <laughs> Shut up. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. Get out of here. Go away. I am. You go. Beat it. The real Corolla. Beat it. <laughs> Money. Power. Shut up. Money. <laughs> it doesn't help, Tommy, when you're feeding him the lines in the background and we can hear it. <laughs> Money power up. Tell him you don't know what you're talking about. Money power up. Tell him, tell him I didn't. I don't see what's so funny or sad about that. In fact, again, with the ladies, I think it's touching. I think it's a touching thing that I, I care think about. The it. kids is touching. It's. What do you think, Blackness? Is it all? Is that bad? Yeah, that was. It was just too much. How is it? It was way too much. I understand you want to express your feelings and everything, but you made it sound like. What did um what did the fat kid what's what's his name um Fat Albert the Mad Albert oh, I thought you were talking about Pedro. Black Albert whatever whatever one it is you know he you did sound like the, the dude from um from Al Franken dude from Saturday Night Live Stuart Smalley Stuart Smalley okay but that's the way that Ron read it if I had read it you don't believe here's the point I went through a sort of life changing experience there at the line in the line at Giant. I wanted to share that with other people. God forbid now, why I write a story about Ron it. Ron brought up another good point when he was reading it. Why did you have to bring up what you were listening to and what you were wearing? Yeah, what was that? He's setting the scene. Just like with any, like with audio, you sit here and you tell a story and you set a scene as to what's going on. Sure, maybe it doesn't matter what it was I was listening to or what it was that I was wearing. First of all, it was ironic in the fact that I just got done working out and I was buying Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Well, the funny thing what's is, the irony in that? when you say workout clothes, I think you're in a sweatsuit, like a, like a powder blue sweatsuit, mm -hmm. like a real bad 80s one. Right. You have to, if you're going to explain it, explain it a little bit better than that. No, because then you're going to say, why did you explain it? Who cares? I can't, look, you guys, I'm telling you exactly what's going on here. You're afraid of the future. Afraid of the future. I'm sitting here. There's a whole thing on it. Uh, Howard Kurtz, my good friend over at the Washington Post. Actually, I don't know him. I'd like to, though. He, <laughs> hosts, he hosts Reliable Sources, and I'd love to get him on the show. Right. He had a whole thing today on Reliable Sources about how web logging is the future and how it is putting these other people in check now mine writing about my own personal stories mm -hmm. it's not putting anybody in check but this web blog thing is the future and you got to accept it you got to embrace the internet otherwise you're going to fall by the wayside that's true i have a blog do you? Yeah, but I'm not going to give that address out. Why? Not? Why would you because, be? Because why I mean, would you be ashamed of giving it out? I'm not ashamed of. It's on my. It's actually on my. It profile can't be on this bad website. as his. It really, why be ashamed? It's not. And let me ask you something, Hefe. You who, said it was bad. <laughs> who is the? Who, who is the? Who is the? The unknown person that like is doing you wrong? As far as every. I, they I like do you wrong every Sunday. It seems like because that's when that's when you set aside and you're like you'll say something about um you say something like um. I don't trust anybody or certain people you just don't trust. I'm them. telling you, dude, it's humanity. It's 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 not even just one person. I'll tell you this. It's about four or five different people. Am I one of them? No comment. <laughs> no, not at all. Doesn't sound at all during the week like you're trying to sabotage I'm me. I'm not trying to sabotage you. Hey, what are y'all going to goof on? The Daily Show logs? Will that be next this week? 
Oh, those are actually good. And, uh, Dubs, uh, just to clarify, I wasn't wearing a Mavs jersey. I was wearing a pink dress. Jamming to wham. <laughs> just to clarify that. I just wanted to seem cool. In the blog. I want to seem cool. I can't wait for you to die eating that three-week-old food. You only have a half hour to keep on working out, man. And you've done how many push-ups? I'm having a lot more fun now. All right, well, I'll be having a lot of fun around 6.30 when you're eating that old food. I'll say hi to your frog for you. I, I swear to Christ I'm going to hurt you. Josh, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, Yo. Man, I tell you, you, go, you boys need to leave him alone because you go on a live journal and use the uh, little random uh, random user search thing, mm-hmm. it, it, that stuff is eight to 80 times worse than any of the crap you hear in his journal. I'm, oh, wait till you hear the next one. Mine are brilliant, dude. I, I, they're, they are brilliant. I will tell you, they are brilliant. You are a brilliant gentleman. You are a very, very heartfelt, sentimental gentleman. I, I do appreciate that very much. But quite honestly, you have to go in there. I've got to actually, if you guys want me to give you off the air, there's one in there in particular. It's a friend of mine, and it's 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 trifling, man. It's ridiculous. All right, hold on. We'll take a look at that. Thanks, sure. man. All right, and Tommy says whose new blogs are great, too. Heckler, you're on the hideout. Hey, man, I was wondering what blog stood for, but after hearing yours, Blog must mean boring log. All right. <laughs> Stands for weblog. Thank you. All right, do we want to play the next one? Yes. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, is this painful for you? Yeah, it is. You know why? Um, because I like to be able to f- share my feelings. And you can. No, I can't. Though. Why? And you notice that I haven't written an entry in a, in a week. Why? <laughs> Why? What am I going to do? Get he, Sit here and give you material? Please. I can I'm, use it. I'll tell you this. I'm no longer going to write about my life. Wow. That's sucks. I'll, I'll write political commentary then. I'll become one of these cats that Kurtz was talking about, reliable sources holding the media to a higher standard. No more personal stuff about Hefe. No uh, anything about Gypsy, my frog. Because I'll be goddamned if you sons of bitches are going to make fun of it. And you know what? I don't fault Ron and Fez. You. Why? You. And you. What did I do? <laughs> the two of you. You're supposed to be my friends. You're supposed to be on my team. I am on your team. No, you're you're printing out my blog entries and handing them out to everybody to read. Actually, I printed them out. <laughs> <laughs> Dubs didn't know the site address, and I just happened it's to. It's RadioHideout.com. Oh. Uh. All right, we, you know what? We're up on a break. We really should. Fine. My weight issues have been well documented in the hideout. In a nutshell. Hold on. Stop it for a second. I was fat as a kid. All right. Why the Stuart Smalley bit? Why? It's you... perfect with the gay voice, too. <laughs> Stop. I mean, is that, is, that, is, is that a secret? Radiohideout.com. No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Lost it all in high school to become a stud. It's true. Put it back on, plus more during college and the years after. Only to lose it again now. My heaviest was 287 pounds in spring 2000. Now I'm 212 pounds, but I still want to drop 20 pounds. Last night I'm in my hood picking up a healthy meal. (laughs) Consisting mostly of chicken breasts and some noodles. As I'm waiting for my order... In walk a couple of overweight chicks and this Latino kid, who at most is four or five years old. He's a tubby little bastard. We'll call him Pedro for the rest of this story. All right, to get you a caught up, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. This is from the past week, Ron and Fez reading my, my blog entries. This one's called the uh, 
What's what I call this one? Pedro. The funny fat kid. And I, by the way, I like how you cut out the part that kind of legitimizes everything. How convenient. What? What part that legitimizes everything? There's a whole paragraph that's left out. Mm. Didn't get it. <laughs> Pedro comes right up to me and stares at my long goatee. I'm now looking at this kid face to face, eye to eye, and I can see into his future. It's filled with husky jeans, big black X's on the back of his football helmet because he's over the weight limit to carry the ball. Standing in the corner during the high school dance or house party. Fat boy jokes. Friday and Saturday nights at home with his video game system or computer and an empty bag of Doritos. Cool kids only wanting to hang out with him since he's the only one who does the homework. And the I think we should just be friends notes from all the chicks he'll dig. And worse yet... A lifetime of self-esteem issues and trying to make up for and forget the fat past. After staring at me for five seconds, my order is up. Best of luck, Pedro, I whisper to myself as I walk out of the establishment. For your sake, I hope you're funny as hell. I continue. <laughs> then maybe I'll hear you on the radio. <laughs> In 20 to 25 years. What? <laughs> while looking back to my car, or while walking back to my car, I look down at my meal and think, I don't really need these noodles, and I should run again tonight. The scar is bleeding again. All right, that's taken that's out of context. Cause right, you, if this is the way... Because you cut stuff out. Listen to you. Listen to you. This is the way I'll have faith feels. Why is he so mean on the radio? That's why I'm mean, Ron. Because I grew up the fat kid. What are you laughing at? I'm so glad everybody's loving this. But again, again, I've hit a nerve with society. Again, my <laughs> genius comes out because there are so many people in this room who can identify with that. I'm seeing that tubby little bastard there. I look into his eyes and I can tell he's going to have a god awful life. He's going to have all of that stuff above. No chicks are going to like him. If he is lucky, at best, he's going to be funny and end up an Artie Lang. Or maybe a Corolla. If he's lucky. <laughs> Otherwise, he's going to be doomed. Otherwise, he will be doomed to an awful life. These fat kids have it awful. And you don't see that? That's funny to you? Humorous, yes. <laughs> I These can, things are genius. I tend to giggle. And you can't appreciate it. Hey, I don't care. If I help the one person out there, it's worth it. I'm obviously helping you cure your, your sadness. <laughs> I'm sensitive, dude. I know you are. Chicks dig that. I know. I'm special. <laughs> Let's take a break. Hefe. What? I hope you're funny as hell. <laughs> I'm, it's, 
What else is that kid going to have if he's not funny? What else is he possibly going to have in his life? His husky jeans? Yes. I'm telling you this, my blogs are better than anyone else's out there. My blog interests. I, I say uh, Tommy's are a little bit better. Yeah, you know what? I read yours, Tommy, you ass. On RadioHideout.com. Essentially substituting everything in my blogs with homosexual behavior. <laughs> what? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't name anybody in the blog. That's real nice of you. Except for Pedro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that one, too. Why were you looking into his eyes? <laughs> because he turned around. You said you're face-to-face -face looking into his eyes. And you guys cut out everything, too. You cut out all the uh, the stuff that would have legitimized nothing it. cut out. Yes, there was. I'm sitting here. I'm reading it. How do we know you didn't add stuff in? And, uh, excuse me <laughs> that we can't read a 20-minute entry. Well, then don't. have to cut it down. Well, then don't read them. How about that? Either read them all in context or don't read them anymore. J.D., you're in the hideout. And then I want to go home and I want to cut myself because that will make the pain go away. Um, Pedro, live with the pain. Let's take a break and we'll come back. And we'll, I'm going to talk to blackness and I'm going to cure this. I'm going to cure this by becoming black. Next. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> it's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hold it now. Shut them down. And that's what's going to happen to the writings of El Jefe. Why? Shut down. Why? Welcome back into the People hideout. are enjoying them. 106.7 WJFK Jefe. And Great Dubs. feedback. You know what? I'll tell you this. Truly, don't care. I do not care. Uh, you shouldn't. Because you know what? I'm helping people and I'm venting. You shouldn't care. Why would you care if we goof a little bit? Because it is my life. <laughs> Please. If, you, if that's your life, I'd kill myself. Thanks. What? That helps. That helps a lot, actually. I, I said that out loud. <laughs> um, RadioHideout.com is the website. By the way, get Corolla in here real fast for an update on the Corolla okay. 500. Because by six, I think he's got tennis elbow right now. So by 6:30, he was supposed to do 500 push-ups. For every 500 that, for every 50 that he did not do, he would have to take a bite of food that has been sitting in the WJFK lobby for nearly a month in a Tupperware bowl. Corolla, how many did you do? I only could do 68 because you busted my arm when you hit me. I won the bet. No, I'm going to give you 72. I'm going to pop it out. You're 75. You better hurry. You got 21 minutes to do 400-plus push-ups. I'm just going to aim and try and make Doves happy and give him his 75. You realize you'll still have to take a bite for that because every 50 in increments. You'll still have to take You should shoot for 100 at least. That's one less bite. Yeah. My, you busted my arm open, man. It's not working right. Glad to see you're helping people, though. <laughs> you know, with your whole blog thing. Didn't help my arm, which isn't working right now. What happened to your arm? You hit me. Oh, because you were making fun of my dead frog? I wasn't making fun. Hispanic rage. I was just rage. merely helping you. Hispanic rage? Hispanic, Hispanic rage. <laughs> All right, well, know that in about 40 minutes. No, 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 no. In about 20 minutes, you're going to be eating that food. That smells like feet and... uh their year to the nth degree. Okay? Stupid toad. All right, you know what? <laughs> That's an extra bite. Congratulations, you earned yourself an extra bite. You guys are going to kill me. Good, I hope so. Go away. Go away.
Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Joining us in studio, the leader of the Negro Nation, Mr. Blackness. By the way, reminding you again that we are going to be uh, out at the 2005 World Championship Ice Racing Series this Saturday at the MCI Center. Starts at 7.30. If you want tickets, call us right now. 866-277-4969. You can call and get them for free now. If you don't make it in, you can always go to icespeedway.com, ticketmaster.com, MCI Center box office, all Ticketmaster outlets. This Saturday, going to be a lot of fun if you want those ticks. Um, Corolla's going to be out there, and we're going to be doing Corolla bowling. I'm debating which joke to do here. Okay, go ahead. All right. What is Corolla's favorite pickup line? What? Is that your drink? All right. What's Corolla's second favorite pickup line? What? Mine are bigger than yours. <laughs> that is true. That's the whole reason he's doing the push-ups. Who can use shampoo and conditioner for his entire body? Corolla. <laughs> I got it. Corolla. Keep going. I'm liking you're on a roll here. What else do you have? Tommy stayed up all last night writing Corolla jokes. Uh, with the help of Matt and Sid. Mm-hmm. Other than a playground, I mean, other than a jungle gym, what's another mainstay at a playground? Corolla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Isn't there another one over there? Uh, if I can get this, maybe Dubs wants to read it. Let me see. All right. Uh, these are Corolla jokes. Because I know I can't get this one out without cracking up. All right. So do that one. Okay. <clears throat> if Kyle from Elliot in the Morning carried a sack of crap around on his back, what would it be called? <laughs> Corolla. The, the Kyle and Al Show. <laughs> on WGMERadio.com. Are there any more on there that haven't been done? Or did we do them all? I maybe, think we might have done them all. Maybe no, we'll... don't do that one the Matt wrote. Do that one. What is that one? Besides a beauty pageant, wait, besides beauty pageant trophies, what else won't you find in Hot Jen's apartment? Corolla. Corolla. Oh, what's wrong with y'all? Can't y'all be nice? You sons of bitches. What lives under a bridge has man boobs and Brillo pad hair? Corolla? Controlla. Controlla. All right, all right, there's a little uh, list for Corolla to eat. Uh, month-old food coming up in 15, 20 minutes. First joining us in the hideout uh, once again is Blackness, the leader of the Negro Nation, as anointed by us here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Um, it is Black History Month. Right, right. But uh, I think it's all been covered. I think... Basically. The, now, how would you say, real fast, is the state of the uh, the brotherhood of the nation, is all well in the community? I mean, nah, it's always room for improvement, man. You got Bill Cosby contradicting himself like i mean just as as worse as it can get as hard as as bad as it can get man and him not really he you know he has a a, a lot in a lot of opinions and i agree with a lot of them but for him not to address the issues he's going through now he's like letting his but whenever you come under scrutiny in the mm-hmm. way that he did mm-hmm. I, do you really want to come out here and talk about what you've done is it best to just get it out in the open but i mean maybe it was all for nothing maybe he didn't do anything I mean, because they dropped all charges. Right. Some some of them did. I'm like, I think like two of the women did, but and this he, was he, this was him fondling women or what? Uh, drugging and fondling. And fondling yeah. Damn, but Bill he, Cosby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad out with himself. Man, that yeah. doesn't sound good. Yeah. All right. Um, and then uh, obviously you have the Michael Jackson Michael thing Jackson. going. But he ain't been black in a minute. Yeah. So we don't even. He's not. You know, he's not on our side. And he. It's one of those things. He can't come back to the. He can't come back. He, he tries to. He tried to make the song with Jay Z. He tries to. He was trying to line himself with the Nation of Islam and all that. But it's too late, man. Once you gone, you gone. Now, why did the black community get mad at Eminem 
for Just Lose It. Remember how BET dropped Just Lose It because it was making fun of, fun of Michael Jackson? All black folks didn't get mad at him. It was the black folks that are like the, the ambulance chasers like um, Jesse Jackson and they, folks who just want to start something. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. You know, Eminem didn't do anything wrong. He's getting his money. I really can't get mad at him. I'm not a fan of him. Of Eminem? I'm not mad at him. All right. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Then now, Blackness, we, uh, I wanted you to make me cool. I, right. I want, I, I've said this before. You heard the whole blog thing. Apparently, some black people blog. You do. Right. Um, <laughs> but I want to be cool, and I only want to start hanging around black people. I want to become a, 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 a black man. Can you help me? Can I at least hang around with you guys? I'm trying to tell you. You, want, you, you might want to stay with your own company because of the fact that you hang around us, you become a target. In a lot of ways, you know what like I mean? Like, how's that? You're probably going to get carjacked. If you hang around my part of town, you're going to get carjacked. You know, if you're not getting carjacked, if you're on Suitland Road in PG County, then them cops on Morningside are going to get you. If you're on Branch Avenue, they're going to get you. You just become a target, you know what I mean? With you, like, when they see you, when them cops see you, they probably... They probably make a joke. You know what I mean? But when they see, they see doves, you know, they probably wave and doves wave right <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, I do. How you doing? They actually, well, how, they how's go, it going today? They take me and buy me a BLT. Exactly. That's great. They see me at some Starbucks, a double latte. Exactly. They see me, it's trouble. I'm on the ground. I don't care if it's 4 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm on the ground, spread them, nut check everything. Now, let me ask you about this. What about Virginia and passing the whole law about you can't sag anymore? They're on their way to passing it, I think. That's racist. And isn't it blatantly? That's blatant racism. But, I mean, it's the old it's the old boys club out here, so it's nothing new. Now, what about what happened in PG County? Now, I actually, I'm a fan of the cops. Cap, cops love this show. They support mm. this show. And I support the cops. I didn't see the video. Mm. But, Dubs, have you seen the video, apparently, of the cop who did not get in trouble? He Or he got acquitted. For beating a guy who was in handcuffs and already subdued, did you see this? It was big. It was big news in the paper this week. I didn't see. I, I didn't hear the really? video. I didn't see the video for it now. Right, hold on a second. Let me, <laughs> I, I mean, I wanted to see the video, but it's been all over the news. I was paper. acting in it. <laughs> exactly. Dubs was the cop. Yeah. Would it be Would it be oh, distasteful man. to reenact it? Um, caught on tape, cleared by jury. Prince George's policeman videotaped kicking and beating a handcuffed suspect was found innocent of assault charges on Thursday. Nice. And and so, uh, from what I understand, I could be wrong, 866-277-4969. Again, I admit, I admit my ignorance on this. It was a black man, white cop. Right, okay. But are you, are you, used, right. are you used to seeing this there? I'm used to, you, you get used to the harassment. But I'm not going to act like, uh, you know, us black folks don't be tripping. I mean, out in PG County, it's a bunch of hooligans out there. I'm not uh, even going to so lie. So then, the, then you would say then that even the cops got a little reason maybe to be on edge? Yeah, to be a little on edge. Because, I mean, I probably would if I was a cop. Because those those guys are wild out there. I'll say this, too. That's why I'm, I'm never going to badmouth a cop because you got it tough not no, I don't care if you are in PG County mm. or if you're here in a, in Reston. Mm. You know, and you're pulling somebody over, you never know yeah, what ass wipe you're pulling over and you, what could end up happening. You to walk. You. I can't imagine like just the nerve wrackingness it would be of walking up to that car and say the guy's just reaching over to grab his uh, license, license and registration. Right. You don't know what he's grabbing for. And so again, that's why it's tough for me to be mad at a cop when something like that happens. At the same time, mm. and this is just what I'm seeing. The guy, apparently, he was uh, involved with the carjacking. Okay. Like you just said, happens right. a lot. Right. But, you know, he was in handcuffs. They said he was maybe reaching for a weapon. Mm -hmm. But if you're in handcuffs, how are you going to get a weapon? I don't know. I don't know. But, um, 
you know, whatever. I'm just I'm putting it out there. I just want to know. Will, you're in the hideout on JFK. All right. How can it be uh, a racial thing if the guy who proposed the law in Virginia is black? Because, uh, well, I mean, black he's people. working for the legislature. You know, that's just like he's working for the legislation. I mean, they not they're not looking out for us. Once so, once some black people get to a certain level, they really forget where they came from and forget the people they're there to support. You know what I mean? I know you made it sound like a group of white guys got together and were like, we're going to go after these guys for wearing their pants low. I mean, just but saying that it's okay for this to go through just because the guy's black that's pushing it and that's it's even, not racist, it's like me saying, hey, I can use the N-bomb because I have black friends. Exactly. It, it's even To me, it's, it's even sadder, too, because somewhere in this guy's head, he's thinking, hey, I'm going to maybe get a little acceptance from my white peers mm-hmm. in coming down and being tough. Right. He's going to get ahead. On, on my, it's on the my, Clarence Thomas syndrome. Or um, Armstrong Williams. And can you believe <laughs> that nothing, nothing has come of the administration paying off journalists and pundits to pass along uh, quote-unquote news yeah. or to go out there and push their agenda? This is the Teflon president. Comes out again today. This cat was smoking weed. He didn't. He he so much, but admitted it in taped conversations. Mm. Again, I don't fault when? the guy. Um, it was actually from some conversations before the election. It I got the, like, but when was he? When was the last time he smoked? Or on the, it was on the AOL for broadband. It's all on the AOL for broadband. America or, Online, yeah. Whatever the hell we're supposed to say now, but um, <laughs> whatever fake plug we're supposed to give, but um. Yeah, man, it's just like nothing sticks to this guy. Absolutely continues to get off scot-free. I hear you have these people from Time Magazine mm-hmm. and the New York, uh, the New York Times, I think, getting in trouble for revealing the, uh, um, for revealing the identity, I suppose, of this CIA operative. Right. And yet, Bob Novak, nothing. He's getting off scot-free too. All of these, all of these right-wing guys, this good gu- good guys club, right. are getting off scot-free. I don't know if you read this. Uh, I, I read this in the Washington Post uh, on the early Sunday edition. Um, well, first of all, Dubs reading. I know exactly. It's amazing. Dubs reading the Post. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to bring myself out of the slum. And then the early edition. <laughs> nice. And uh, there was a article in there. If uh, election was held tomorrow against George W. Bush. And George Washington, 68% of Republicans would vote for George W. Bush. Wow. Brainwashed. That's telling. It really, he, it really is blank brainwashed. You're right. Go back to sleep. That's exactly what's going on. America, you're asleep at the wheel. I'm sorry. I'm awake. I'm seeing the car. I see the wall right ahead. I'm awake for this, this crash that's about to happen. The rest of you are asleep at the wheel. Heckler, you're in the hideout. What's up, dudes? What? Hey, man, I heard about that beating where these, I guess they're beating the guy with the baton while he's in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, with you know, I'm with you guys. I agree that was wrong. If that was me, man, I would have leaned into it a little bit more. You know, you could pull a back muscle or something if you lean back when you're, you're a cop. beating on somebody. You are a cop. Stop it. <laughs> and how many black people have you beaten? Hey, man. Not I mean, enough. Uh, not that many. No, no, no. You got to, you know. Okay. You're so lucky I've never said where it is that you work. <laughs> I'd love to out you one day. All right, Dexter wants to know when dubs will be called whiteness. <laughs> not white. That's off air. He I'm makes not white. He makes me say, yes, your whiteness. <laughs> 
I got whiteness and blackness in here. I'm uh, brownness. It's the hideout. <laughs> Your whiterness. Shut up, man. See, that's what I'm saying. I, you got to get me away from these white dudes. Yeah. Now you, because I hear you're having these amazing sexual exploits, uh, exploits blackness. Mm. You were with, um, we got to keep it clean because it's Sunday afternoon, even though it's dark outside. And somehow in my mind, all of a sudden, it's 12.15 and it's the weeknight show again. What happened? You you oh, got to keep I it wish. as clean as possible. Um, right. so I don't know if it'll be uh, 10.15. Yes, go ahead. I will, um, okay, well, you know, I came up with a situation where I had a, you know, I have a friend, and, um, she's a cool person, you know what I mean, cool peeps or whatever, we never thought about taking it all the way there, though, right, we just hang out, and, um, so one night, you know what I mean, I was at work, she called and was like, you know, let's meet up downtown, made in the city, you know, grab a bite to eat, get a drink or something, right, so I'm like, cool, you know, I ain't have anything doing afternoon, so I go down there, and when I get there, you know, she was like, you know, I'm expecting somebody, Right? So I'm like, cool. And like I said, me and that person never did anything before. Right. So, um. So is you meeting a female friend? Me meeting a female friend. And is. she has another female and friend coming? she another friend coming. She didn't really specify female or guy, but she not don't really hang with guys a whole lot. So right. I figured that's that, who it was. We're not going to be able to chill then? We're not going to be able to hang out and meet ladies? We, we, we can chill, but it's like, it, there's a limit to the testosterone. I like being around me at one time. That's a good point, man. You got to stop man. hanging around so many dudes. You yeah, got to start hanging around more chicks. I like, I like that. So we're almost up on a break, so we got to speed the story up. What All ends right. up happening? So it ends up happening. So we, um, you know, so we're sitting there around talking. The girl gets there. We're sitting around talking talking and everything and out of nowhere you know the the, the the it takes a sexual turn the the conversation takes a sexual turn so you know um the you know we they start talking and everything and they're like looking at each other's eyes and everything i'm like what's going on nobody's paying attention to me but i'm cool with it because i love the, the <laughs> lesbian action anyway right so um you know we wind up going back to my place out of just i was just surprised so y'all were at a meal it was at a meal they get kind of into each other they got into each other ignoring me but they but they say we need somewhere to go and you're like hey let's go back to my place yes like let's go back to your place you know let's get a hotel room let's go back to your place i was you know i wasn't trying to spend no money i don't spend no money (laughs) no women that just ain't happening so if you got no i don't spend no money so So you take them back to suitland take them back to Classy. Suitland, exactly. All right. So you guys are back at your place. So we, and so we go back there, and, um, you know, the girl that I knew, my friend was like, won't you go out and get some... Uh, protection. Protection or something. You know what I mean? Because I know you don't need to have it. Always got to be safe. Always yeah. got to be safe. So, especially with the Super AIDS. So then, so you least I left. <laughs> super AIDS. Came, came back. When I come back, they're just sitting there chilling, and they um started doing stuff. into it. Right. And so you're just sitting there and you're watching. I'm them standing do- in the corner, looking like black chicks. Like white hearts. chicks. Are they black, um, black girls? One was, and the other is like, well, she was, but she's really light and she had locks and stuff. Okay. You would appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, right what do they do? They look like anybody famous. You could just say that they look like. Um, like well, one of them look. I mean, she didn't look famous, but she looked like a, a Talibani. Ta- what? I can say that's from Salabay. Right. <laughs> now I'm into the story. Right, you mean now I want more. She was. She, she looked like. She looked, uh, she looked, she looked um, Pakistani. Arab? Yeah, Arab. Did you say Taliban? Taliban. My bad. God but, damn. And the other one, the other one was light and um had these locks and these. All right, like, so they're just two real and they're not fat or nothing, there, huh? Fat and fat P H A T. All right, but they're sexy girls. Yes. Indeed. So eventually they're doing this stuff because we gotta take a break. Right. You guys. Um, so it gets. Do the, they invite you to join along? Yes, that's that's what happens, you know, because I'm sitting there just looking like an idiot, and you know, one of them was like, you know, you just gonna stand there. So I go over there and All I'm right. trying to get in action. All right, hold on a second, Dubs, imagine that for one second. These two beautiful <laughs> women going at it, and isn't that the line that you would always want to hear? What are you just gonna stand there? Are you just gonna stand at there? that point? 
you got to be thinking in your head, <laughs> I've died and gone to heaven. This is maybe the greatest thing to ever happen to me. Yeah. And most guys only dream about this. Corolla, for example, mm-hmm. he's never been with a woman. See, Corolla got a role with me. I could hook Corolla. I could no, hook no, no, Corolla. No, not interested in Corolla. I'm gonna hang with you. Oh, not interested in Corolla. That's right, yeah, I'm uh, all right. So, but and so now you come over. You're there. It's the three of you guys. It's it's uh it's the super party in Suitland. It's it's ghetto Caligula. Okay. You know what I mean? They doing their <laughs> thing, right? So I'm taking off. I'm taking off everything and everything, and I'm noticing that you know I'm not really getting too excited right about now. You're having trouble physically uh getting ready. Yeah, but I really I wasn't really worried about it because I hadn't really got into the action yet. Right, right, right. I start getting into the action though, and still nothing's doing. I say like five minutes later, I'm like, what's going on? And it's starting to run through other people's minds too. What's going on? But you know, it's kind of like an awkward thing. They don't want to really mention it to me, you know what I mean, because it's kind of right. escalating, so it's nothing was still, nothing was happening, so I so backed I, off I, I, do you, what, you just decided, hey, I gotta get out of here because I, I they, they was like, what's wrong, I mean we at my house, I mean, I really can't get out of this, I was like um, did you I, say, I'm gonna leave you guys alone? I said, I'm just gonna watch, they was like, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? I was like, Let's just, I just watch, you know what I mean now, albeit though one of the girls did have a piranha teeth. That could have had something to do with, <laughs> like the tiny, tiny sharp teeth, <laughs> tiny sharp teeth. But that looked like have... a velociraptor. Was it the one with the, uh, with the uh, dreads? Yes. Oh, oh man. So, that so really she, help. so she was like looking like predator over yeah, there. Yeah, she looked like the predator. <laughs> Neck up and and and, t- and in the dark. You know what I mean? But the body was banging. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> it still was no excuse. It was anyway. So how did you feel? I mean, I guess everything you I never was messed up. Nothing like I would try to get into it, and I would it would like work for a minute. No, but I then yeah. so what do you do? Like, just like how do you feel since then? Since the, okay, for that week I was really messed up. I like, mean, for real, I was depressed. really I was depressed because I'm like, what is the dilly yo? What is ch- going on with the kid? I'm the man, right? You, know, you guys, I'm the man of PG. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm Obviously saying? not. Exactly. You know, so when it, you know, I was really messed up for that week, but then I got over. I, I started to forget about Your it. Your boys start calling you names like Noodle and stuff like that. I only told two guys, but the girl, the the the, the piranha, she was like, um, <laughs> after it was over, we was Predator. all just, <laughs> after it was over, we was all because I still, uh, I still participated a bit, and after it was over, the piranha girl was saying she's gonna tell all her peeps. She was like, I'm telling all my peeps, man. I was like, hold on, I don't even know you, cuz. It don't even matter to me. Even in the back of my mind, I'm thinking it do matter to me, though, cuz she probably knows somebody All I right. know. Now, when a girl says, I'm gonna tell everybody you couldn't perform, is you, it wrong at that point? To smack them? No, you know, smack them. I say, uh. Knock a couple of those piranha teeth out of them. Exactly. Mouth. Shake, shake them really, really hard. Wow, man. Now, that is. In my bed. She talking crap in my bed. Yeah, she's saying she's going to go tell everybody that you're yeah. not a man, and she's sitting in your bed. I'm like, you can go tell them that. It's that, like that. That's the point. I would I w- say chew through my door, you goddamn woodchuck. That's <laughs> <laughs> when I would have started calling her names, like Piranha <laughs> and uh, and Predator and but things see, like that. You got to keep it cool just in case you get a chance to yeah, go now back you, there. Now you realize they're never going to lie into doing that again. Yeah, they will. Contrary to the thing, okay, that chick, the piranha broad, she is like acting kind of shady, like, you know what I mean? He may do it again. But you know what? There's other fish in the sea, and the one, the friend, she's been trying to hook, she's trying to hook it up again already. All right, you know what? Here's the deal. Because she's a good friend. She is a good friend. Here's mm-hmm. what we need to do. Mm-hmm. You need to uh, give me that girl's number. Mm-hmm. I need to start hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. And not, not piranha, but another girl. Right. Um, in fact, to do it like this, we do we like a United Nations. It's me... <laughs> Your black um, Pakistani friend, right? I'll find us a uh, either a white chick or mm-hmm. an Asian woman. White chick, and um, 
I thought you didn't like white women. Who's, I love all women, man. Oh, that's right. I told you what color it is. Oh, uh, right. And then we, uh, <laughs> all right. And then I'd try to back off off the Asian. <laughs> I'm gonna. Is that true, Doug? No, it's not. I dumped it. it. I dumped it. Oh. I don't want anybody to hear it. That's just for us. Us and Cigar Dude is on the phone. Let's take a break. Well, I'm really, I'm sorry. Mm. I'm, I mean, it's good for you for even having that chance. Yeah, yeah, I'm man. sorry you weren't able to execute. All right. But it sounds like it's not so bad. And you know, that's what Viagra's for. You know what? I got him in the... I can't say it in the car because cops are here. But you <laughs> I got, I got him in the car. Viagra around? If you, you can't. Because if it's not... You don't have a prescription for it, right? But you can get you can get the uh, the uh, just the sample things without a prescription. I just I think you're okay. Yeah. Think, oh, okay. Yeah. Although you are black, you're wearing a hat and you're in Fairfax. Exactly. I would take the hat off and uh, put on a suit, exactly. and maybe you yeah. can make it back to Suitland. Maybe. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Corolla 500 is officially over, and we're going to see how many bites he has to take next. Blackness, I'd love for you to stick around if you want to watch this. Cool. And we'll take a very very quick break. I'm serious. I want to hang out with you. Got you, man. I need to uh, I need to become part of the brotherhood. Not enough of white people. Dubs, you're going to be my only white friend. Tommy, you're fired. Quick break. It's the hideout. 10647. Just just tell the cops here in Fairfax you're a man tan and you'll be okay. They'll treat you like a white man. Yeah, he loves them. They love them. It's the hideout on JFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. couple of things going on reminding you, Dubs and I, this Saturday night, going to be at the 2005 World Championship Ice Racing Series at the MCI Center. Starts at 7.30. If you want tickets, last chance to get them free right now. 866-277-4969. Otherwise, hit up the Ticketmaster outlets, including the MCI Center box office or online at Ticketmaster.com. More info at IceSpeedway.com. And, of course, RadioHideout.com will get all the info during the week under the appearances section. And we'll have that up hopefully by tomorrow. A couple of quick phone calls, and then we will get to Corolla and him paying off the Corolla 500. Cigar Dude, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, this goes back to your blog about the chubby kid. The funny I fat grew- kid on RadioHideout.com, yeah. Yeah, I grew up a, a fat kid and never got picked for anything, always got made fun of. And now I'm 42 years old, and I'm much slimmer, but I still have a special place in my heart for fat kids. I uh, work at a skating rink part-time, and I always make sure I help the chubby kids first, and it, it just I'm automatically drawn to the chubby kid after being there. It's an, it's an awful life, and anyone who's grown up that way can completely identify because you know it's going to be just the worst. What are you laughing at, I'm though? not laughing at anything. Yes, you are. It, it, it's I, true. I it is. Funny as hell. It's the worst. I agree with you, Cigar Dude, and thank you for being a nice guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, people like J-Dubs and others, they don't care. They like to laugh. All right, I love I use my pain as more fuel to make fun of the new fat kids. Yeah, because that always helps. It helps me. It's it's not at all a dangerous cycle. It's not dangerous. Now, last break, we were talking to Blackness, who was Humorous. The leader of the Negro Nation. To you. Humorous to you. That's all I care about. Make sure they get on the phones back there, because we have people calling up for those tickets. Make sure we got somebody around to help that out. Um... Miss Garfield says she was one of the participants in the threesome in which blackness was kind of a part of. Pitiful. Are you there, Miss Garfield? I'm here. So how would you describe yourself? Have you ever been told you look like somebody famous? Um, 
No. Never? People, some people have been like way, way Nicole off Kidman? saying things like that, probably just to flatter me. Uh, Natalie Portman, who? No. Um, I've gotten Layla Ali because of my facial features. Right. But other than that, Nobody. I wouldn't say I look like her. Oh, okay. <laughs> and also um, Karen Parson from um, Fresh Prince, okay. Hillary. Oh, wow. Damn. All right, look at you. Look at you, blackness. Nice. We have the same kind of nose. I'd say that's the only thing, and our complexion is probably the same. Now, let me ask you. Blackness said he couldn't physically um, participate, uh, if you will. Did you and uh, Predator laugh at him, or what ended up happening? I didn't. Um, I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable, so I tried to help him out as much as I could and right. help him to participate, but... It just wasn't happening, right? Yeah, she was a little harder on him than I was. Uh-huh. Did you, did you just tell her? At least her? someone was hard there. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Somebody was hard. No blow. Hard. No oh, blow. I'm sorry, no pun intended. Not at all. I mean, like, you know, like, mentally. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, so what happens? Is, is Blackness going to be able to participate in the next round of this, or is he out? I hope so. I'm hoping that it that next time around will be a little better. Um, now, if me, I didn't think he could, then I wouldn't be willing to do it again with him. Let me ask you: you uh, you into uh, short, fat, hairy Mexicans at all? Uh, unfortunately, not. <laughs> how about how about uh, tall, lanky white dudes? Um, no, to both, but I'm sure that. I might have might have some friends. That I like to choke. Interesting. Does that help out? You like to what? Choke. Oh no. So you, you don't think you have any girlfriends that maybe are into uh, the Latin love? Um, possibility. I want you ask around. If not, I know where you could probably find one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to go to a street corner. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. I actually would like to. So, okay, Miss Garfield. Well, thank you. Blackness, it looks like even though you were a complete failure the first go-round, <laughs> she's going to let you hook it up again. She's trying to recruit right now. now I, I got no problem performing when it comes to uh, to women. Three women at the same time. That still wouldn't get me into the situation? <laughs> nah. <laughs> ah, what an awful day. <laughs> it's been the worst weekend ever. All right, Miss Garfield. Thank you, baby. All right. That was racist. <laughs> oh, wow. She didn't want me to She actually old. likes Latin dudes, though. <laughs> well, then what's the problem? How is she wouldn't she be into me? Like, she didn't seem like a whorish, a whorish person on the phone on the radio. Well, then you make her off there and be like, hey, who's for real? Gotcha. Uh, and uh, find me one some ghetto white women. I'm into that. Too. That's what I'm. Well, nah, you don't want no ghetto white women. That's, yeah, that's annoying. You yeah. want like the women out here in Fairfax? I was paying my car note the other day, <laughs> and uh, the women out here in Fairfax, the white women out here in Fairfax, facts are it, right? Yes. Mm, I Hook don't me know. up, Jay. D- I know you know where they at. I, I know where they're at. <laughs> I go to meetings. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dove. Whiteness knows where they are. It's whiteness, blackness, and El Jefe in the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. All right, let's get you caught up, ladies and gentlemen. If you hadn't been listening the entire time, it was around 4.30 that we uh, broke it to Corolla that he would be participating in the Corolla 500. The Daytona 500 was today. Mm-hmm. Jeff Gordon won. Mm. Okay. Wow. However, um, it was Corolla's job to do 500 push-ups in two hours. If he did not complete this, <laughs> he would have to eat... This spaghetti slash lasagna that I believe Robert the Mailman brought to Don about a month ago. And Don didn't want it, and I completely understand why. So he put it out in the tree in the WJFK lobby. It's been sitting there for three to four weeks. I saw it there. 
I didn't notice it the last two or three weeks. And I said, hey, this uh, this is a meal for Corolla. Uh, in fact, when I got here, he was begging for my food. He wanted something to eat, weren't you? Yes. So, Corolla, you had two hours to do 500 push-ups. How many did you get done? 86. 86. 86. Now, is uh, Bad Monkey here to film this? Come on over to this side, Bad Monkey. I want you to be able to get all of this for RadioHideout.com. Now it's kind of a filled-up studio here. So you got 86. Yeah. Now, I said for every 50 push-ups that you did not complete, you would have to take a bite of this food. Now, this food, again, is the worst. Is at least a month old. It's been sitting in a Tupperware container in the WJFK lobby. So it, has, it hasn't been even sitting in a refrigerator. Mm. In the lobby. I saw it in the men's room for about a week. Wow. We opened it. And it smelled like feet. I'm really grossed out that it even has to be opened in this small room. And man backside um, for (laughs) fat man backside for about... No, I'm hungry. (laughs) I got something for you to eat. It stunk up. It stunk up the entire lobby. You know what, Dubs? That's a very good point. Do we want to make him go out there to eat it or should we keep him in here to eat it? Because it stinks. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be... The, the smell is... To, the, you know what? There are no live shows here tomorrow, right? No. We'll do it in here, then. Dude, don't oh. make me do this, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> thank God we're doing this last segment, because I don't know if I'd be able to do oh, the rest of the show. There's no thing. way. You guys are killing me. You're going to kill me, man. <laughs> it's not funny. So I said for every 50, that means... Oh, crap. Eight bites, nine bites. You've got to take nine bites of this food. Dude, I can't do that. You'll kill me. I can't afford to go to the ER. You're not going to have to go to the ER. Dude, I had somebody had to go get surgery because they ate bad food, man. It's not a laughing matter. Surgery. It's not funny. I've never heard of surgery for... Dude, he has stitches in his stomach. I've got never... stitches. I've never heard oh, of man. surgery for food poisoning. Well, I saw it, man, and I was like, whoa, I'm glad that's not me. I don't want it to be me. I can't afford that. Man. You guys are sick, twisted in the head. All right, here's what we're going to do. Look at him. Somehow you got fatter during this, sec- <laughs> during this show. It's not funny. Why does he always get mad when we give him free food? Uh. It's every time. Spit on it. Are you going to leave it out? Are you going to lick it? No, we aren't going to lick it. It's not funny, man. You guys are going to kill me. All right, here's I'm going to die. Shut up. Stop your bitching. Here's what we're going to do. Oh, man. I'm not going ha- to make you... Take nine bites. That's insanity. Yeah. That could hurt him. It really could kill. kill me. I'd die. <laughs> I don't want to kill, but hurt. I tell you this, too. I don't even want you to ingest. Because I'm not going to lie to you. That would be awful. You're just ingesting it. I don't want you to swallow it. Here's what we'll do. 50. Uh, we'll just we'll take off the zero of five. Okay? Because it was for every 50 that you didn't do. You would have to take a bite. So no 50. It's just five. Times nine. Okay? <laughs> 45 seconds. Nice. I need you to get a big glob of this and put it in your mouth and hold it in your mouth for 45 seconds. Now, I have a little bit of a better idea. All right. Just get your mouth a little wet beforehand and gargle it. Mm. Uh, you could gar- uh, No, there's like juices there. I mean, if you wanted, you there's could juice. It's going to leak down, and I'm going to die. <laughs> and then the Corolla would be dead thing that we're trying to avoid would happen. <laughs> That's why you gargle. You just want it to seep down so I die. Maybe. Yeah, you do. So here's what we're going to do. 
Oh, you should bring the food in. Keep it covered. Keep it covered. Now, for those of you who are uh, on RadioHideout.com, Bad Monkey, is there any way we can get this produced by next Sunday? All right, he says yes, because we actually, we set up the first part of this right. off the oh air. That don't God. look right. All right, pass it around for a second. Let me see. Look at that. All right, it is a Tupperware bowl. That's mold on top. Don't open it, Blackness. Don't open it yet, because it's oh, going to stink. Man. I want Blackness to be the first one to open it and get his reaction, though. Okay, I've got it sealed. And I can't tell if that's cottage cheese or if it's mold. That's mold, and I it's got liquid it already, in it. It's man. moving around all nasty-like. Look at, the look at that. That's disgusting. You can kill me. Hold on, hold on. It's going to come out. It's, it's open on the top. It's open on the top? Yeah. All right, so here we go. Dude. Ooh, damn. Dude. Ooh, I can smell it. Oh, this has been out sitting in the WJFK lobby for a month. Corolla. Uh, I, want, I want Blackness to be the first one to open it. Right. Look at it, though. Blackness. What's up? All right, take it over there next to Corolla. Right. And I want you to open it. And I want to get a genuine reaction of it being open. All right, so make sure we got everything clear for the camera. Eat this, man. Open. I'm messing with white folks. I told you, man. White folks. Look at That's crazy, son. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do it. I wouldn't do it. All right, Corolla. No now, crap. No crap, man. Come man on. Man up, man. Man up, man. Man up. Be a man here, it, man. You eat this, you gonna be part of the Negro Nation, man. <laughs> uh, infiltrate a spy into their organization. And come on, we gonna do this. All right. It looks like somebody already threw that back up. <laughs> it does actually. All right. So put it put it down, Corolla. You gotta put it in your mouth and you have to gargle for forty. <laughs> He's about to cry. That's that's the. You gonna you gonna you gonna have to gargle for forty five seconds. You have to do forty five seconds. What if I can't? If you you what if it pops up. What if there's a little thing from my stomach that doesn't let it stay down? I then will, I can't help. I will say this, dude. If it if you happen to throw up, you gotta put it back in your mouth and finish out the forty five seconds. What the hell's the matter with you? Not the same stuff. You're you crying th- over a frog earlier, and you're torturing me. And this is why you cried over a frog. I'm a human being. Oh. You know what I mean? Uh, uh. Brad, you're in the high note on JFK. Definitely sign a waiver, but make him swallow it. All right, sign a waiver. Corolla, I want you to sign something real fast. I ain't signing nothing. Sign this. I don't have insurance, man. That just says that he's gay. (laughs) I don't think that covers us. Sign that. Oh, God. Let's hurry up with this bit. Does it stink? Uh, I suck. I am gay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) <laughs> you idiot market. Here we go, Corolla. Are you ready? Not really. You had this 45 seconds. I'll get the clock uh, I ready. Believe it. I stink so bad in here. Stop jumping up and down. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing he's shadow boxing. Come on, buddy. Come on. Let's do this. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Three, two, two. one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! <laughs> 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 
Don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. Hey. 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 From my according. Bring down his mic. <laughs> Bring down his mic. Well, I don't think it matters. According, according to my clock, that was two seconds. You have 43 more seconds to go. If you want to, you can do the rest of the 43 seconds next week. Well, except for another week at the tree. Water? Does he need water? Then he does. Here. You cry. Don't cry. It's all right, man. You're going to be fine. Why are you crying? I'm pouring water on his head right now. Like he's just done 10 rounds in a fight. Have <laughs> they just put the food back in front of him? You're going to have to see this video on RadioHideout.com. What happened, dude? Here we are giving you free food and you're crying. <laughs> I've never heard a man yell like that. <laughs> it was a yell for, cry. For over two minutes, just nonstop. And it was literally two seconds. You got 43 seconds to go next week. Ah, ah, get away. Ooh. What happened? Talk on the mic. Let me hear how you're doing. Say something. Just say something real fast. Oh, get out of my nose. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out. Oh, is that what you've been screaming? Get out. Oh. What have you been screaming? What was that? <laughs> I just got this. This is seriously the most disturbing thing I've ever heard on the radio. <laughs> that comes from Cameron and Michael Hughes. And Jay Stevens. Well, there's a consensus there. You're welcome. Corolla, can we get a thank you? Get it out! Get it out! Get it out! Give us a thank you. Give us a thank you. All right, you know what? Hold on. Talk on the mic for a second. What, what's wrong? God, man. <laughs> what? <F> you guys. <laughs> what do you say F us for? You guys are sick. You're twisted. <laughs> You're freaking twisted in the head. You're <laughs> twisted in the head. It's not funny laughing at you over here. Laughy laugh. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're funny. I'm mad. Oh. You're mad? What are you mad about? <laughs> you have to talk, it's radio Hey dude, I do want you to do this though You realize if you had just done 500 push-ups It'd have been fine That's all you had to do was 500 push-ups mm. But then you want to have dinner Dexter, you're in the hideout <laughs> Hey Hefe, this is the guy I talk to you periodically online What's up man? Uh, I was just going to say, if Corolla needs something to drink I found some orange juice in my refrigerator this morning from September <laughs> There you go Thank you. I, I think it would be great for washing the pallet. Yeah. Water. Give me the water. Give me the water, please. This water? <laughs> I'd rather pour it out. Wow. Get an ass. Here you go. Get an ass. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Just poured the water out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's this? Rip it, rip it, rip it. Yeah. Hey, funny now, is it? Hey, funny over there, Laffy. I'm all happy. What are you happy? Hey, you happy, you jackass. <laughs> I'll have this forever on RadioHideout.com. Wah! Get it out! Get it out! 
Wow. Just <laughs> threw the bottle at him. All right, guys. We'll see you uh, next week. Um, here's this, too. I also want to remind you, Lion Fire um, wanted me to put this out there. If you guys want free one-inch pins of the hideout, uh, go to RadioHideout.com and personal message him. I'd love them. I didn't know somebody went out and made pins for the hideout. If you could send some of those up here. And also, don't forget, too, that we are going to be out at the 2005 World Championship Ice Racing Series this Saturday at 730 at the MCI Center. Corolla will be there reenacting this stunt and then doing then doing Corolla bowling. So it's going to be this Saturday, MCI Center, 7.30 until 9. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster Outlets, including the MCI Center box office or online at Ticketmaster.com. More info, iSpeedway.com. All of this by next Sunday will be up on RadioHideout.com as well. Corolla, <clears throat> you suck. Only 83 push-ups and literally two seconds of the food. We'll go for 45 next week. <laughs> Blackness, thank you for coming in. No problem. We also want to thank Virginia delegate Adam Eben, who stopped into the hideout as well. An actual delegate came into this show. Like he's going to get reelected now. What's wrong, though? The, the smell is just getting to me now. I think I'm going to throw up. Will you throw up? Just take one big whiff in. Just like one big... And then do it. Let's hear it. I want one big smell. Come on. Where is the stuff at? Where is it? Take them. Smell it. What's wrong with you guys? You smell it. Yeah, you got it too bad. I'm done. It's like a high. <laughs> Not interested. It's like no, eating like shrooms. You know, they taste disgusting when you do it, but afterwards, whoa, you're high. Hey, uh, Corolla, I would uh, go wash your mouth out before you go make out with that chick you're going to make out with later tonight. Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you asked. We'll see, we'll see you guys next next Sunday. Uh, until then, uh, thank you, Blackness. We out, bitch. 5,000. 
be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I. 5,000. 